of shiny helmets, spandex jumpsuits, and strange monsters. These heroes force feed you a bowl of awesome that is the Tokudan Podcast. They haphazardly welcome you to the exciting genre of tokusatsu. Now, open wide. didn't edit the other episode or what we had of nice. the other episode so i'm just gonna tack it on the end of this so if anyone okay yeah it's it's gonna get weird if you're listening to the mp3 later that was the cutouts we just got through the cutouts right yeah we only got through cars and then everything started taking a poop yeah. as soon as we started on the saber stuff so cool at the end of this after we get through all the saber we're gonna uh have a little review of cars on there so yes probably be an extra long episode Dope. Lucky you. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, so yeah, welcome to Tokudon. This is the premiere, I'm going to call it, I'm just going to say it, I'm going to take credit, we're the premier Tokusatsu podcast. Probably yeah. not, but yeah, we are. Yeah, with yeah. the accent and everything, because yeah. you have to make it official. Yeah, yeah. Do we get a medal? Is there a medal? Is there a medal? Can I get a medal? Even no, if it's just like a jeed coin? I'll take that, that's fine. Um, yeah, we'll get we'll get that. We'll, we'll make that happen. Cheat? Why cheat? Because because <laughs> they're a coin. They're metals. They use metals. Greed. Greed. Cheat. <laughs> whatever. Jeed. No. Cheat. No. Cheat. No. <laughs> you go. I go. Oh god, I forgot how where, bad it where is. Are we, where are we going? Where, where exactly are we? The ultimate are like, why? Why are we leaving? I'm 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 literally in a disc. What do you want from me? Isn't that the same kid who did uh, the Mob Psycho movie? I have no idea. I didn't see I think it. I haven't even seen the anime yet. I have no idea. I only know a little bit. I've seen like the fight sequences and it looks... The animation's like, amazing. I just have no dope, idea what it's about. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that fucking kid. Um, you go! Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to we're gonna be reviewing some... I, I feel like we don't say it, but we probably should. But there's going to be some spoilers because we're going to be reviewing up to the most recent major, episode. Um, major spoilers. Of Kamen Rider Saber. And yeah, episode. I think 10. we're starting. We're starting where at five. Five, I, I believe, is where we five. stopped before. Yeah, because we were doing one, Ooh. two, two at a time. Oh, so five. Five episodes. introduces our quatrieri rider, I believe. Um, right. You watched it more recently than uh, I did. We have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's up to wow. We have all right. Saber, blades, Espada, Buster, and now. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, it's it's a Funtieri. I don't know Quintrieri. Uh, yeah. Quintrieri. Because yeah, we. All right. Yeah. So we have up. We have up to six without spoilers yet. So. Okay. So of the ones we, of the episodes we reviewed so far, we have six. Yes. Is that including? Uh, Caliber. No. So that's I was just seven. Okay. So just the good riders, team common rider. Yeah, the good riders. We're up to six. Yeah. Up to ten episodes, we have six six uh, heroes. Okay. Per se. So yeah, starting in episode five. Um, yeah. What 
give us the lowdown to remind me of what happened that episode before I go into like the other right. episodes. Uh, five is actually the debut of uh, the common writer Espada. We get to know a lot about his backstory in this episode. There's so much to cover. I don't know how how in depth we want to go, but <laughs> we're gonna um, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do all of it. Oh, let's let's go. All right, so we're going in, baby. We yeah. So we start the episode starts like um they're they're recovering trying to figure out what to do about caliber because you know he's suddenly a big problem because he always will be um kento alludes to having some kind of tie to to him and then we (laughs) we get to learn about uh the daishinji daishinji is the the weird guy that just kind of appears in the he literally just shows up in the show yeah we were like who is in like the third episode he just like floating around the sort of logos headquarters we had no like a named character a named character just appears like oh you guys remember daishinji right like what (laughs) daishinji dude he's been here like the whole time yeah the whole time (laughs) so but uh they seem to do that a lot um get, especially getting into like this episode where it's like oh you guys didn't know about this that's crazy weird yeah so. well they, they suddenly dropped the whole um plot thread where uh toma didn't know he didn't remember because all of a sudden he he suddenly remembers that he doesn't remember yeah so his amnesia seems to be very inconsistent in this series yeah. um mm-hmm. where it's like oh i don't remember oh kento that's right we're buddies and then it's like oh, I don't remember again. And then suddenly right, he yeah. kind of remembers. And then, oh, yeah, I'm getting fragments as I fight. And it's like they almost forgot <laughs> about that plot point throughout the episodes. I think, yeah, I really think that they just abandoned it because, yeah. like, they're they're like, yeah, okay, whatever. It's, so, his amnesia is going to be a plot convenience. That's what it is. Yeah. We're introduced to the kaiju, the uh, piranha. Um, yes, that's right. And he steals the boat. There's, yeah, he, he, eats, he eats a boat. Yeah. <laughs> um, is this this is also the episode I believe where Saber gets his sword sealed, right? When he, when they clash with Caliber, um, yeah. So there's at the moment after um, after Spada's first tension, um, Saber goes right up against Caliber right away, and when they clash, um, I forget what they called it, but they gave it a uh, they gave it a name uh resonance i think yes. whatever okay, it was that's what it is. yes i'm sorry so yeah they don't resonance um, they don't right away but then ooh, i'm going to i was trying i thought we had a video of the henshin up here from yeah i mean it's it's, it's it's something something uh, happened yeah where so they, they clash and then the two belts like start glowing at each other and the dragons come out yeah and that's like part of the whole prophecy or something like that where the two dragons clash um yeah suddenly there's a prophecy and whatever so, yeah suddenly um uh, suddenly, uh, Saber can't suddenly... Uh, pull his sword. <laughs> it's he gets nerfed majorly for some reason. Uh, well, for a reason, but for a here reason. we don't. We'll get into that in the next episode. But yeah. So this is the. Uh, this is essentially the, honestly not a lot happens in this episode other than you find out that Caliber was his father. You do find that out in this episode, um, and then you do also eh, mute that. Uh, It'll let me play. Can you see it on the thing? Sure. Good enough, I guess. We'll do one of these. Boop, 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 move it up. Boop, 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 move it up. <laughs> there it goes. So, Espada's first henchin. Um, he uses the... I, I still don't know if it's uh, Thousand One Arabian Nights or if it's specifically Aladdin. It's, I think it's just Aladdin. Okay. Like, well, uh, I don't know. That could it go either way, really. sense if it's just Aladdin because there's a genie in the bottle and everything. And I don't know yeah. what the other stories entail, honestly, in that collection. Oh, oh. Yeah, um, I mean his other ones don't quite 
quite fit the same and it really i mean the the layout for the books as we get more of them because we're going to end up getting like full sets and then we'll talk about the wonder ride combos um eventually but it seems to be that the first slot closest to the sword is a mythological creature the center one is some kind of you know normal creature and then the usually tied to some kind of element but not always and actually it's just a creature because i'm what am i yeah, saying flame yeah. dragon is just there um and then the one all the way to the, you know, if you're looking down at the belt, all the way to the left seems to be like a, a mythos story, not necessarily a creature or anything. So, like a, a fairy tale kind of that. thing. That's cool and good observation. I hadn't noticed that. Yeah. Um, so that seems to be the order because they kind of follow that, um, that chronological, I don't know, not chronologically, what's the word I'm looking for? They follow that. that- that system yeah they seem to all kind of fall into that like where they place them on the belt that seems to be the the um order i can't think right yeah. now oh god um you're talking, good talking you're, is my it thing yes makes sense it's like we do a podcast or something it's crazy yeah um yeah who'd have thought weird so yeah espada is very much he's a lightning boy he he's everything you would think a lightning not- boy is <laughs> so what do you think about his design though like i I'm, actually I'm, really like it i really do yeah um like and it's it's not uh it's not so much gold like well i mean yeah for now it's yeah. not so much gold yeah um but it, it really was dope and the the a the helmet itself for me is this awesome yeah it's it's hard for me to to say which design i like more because saber saber's design to me is immediately dope but the more I look at Espada's, the more it starts to appeal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not... Immediately, it's like, that's weird, but it's actually really dope. I'm just confused. I'm sure it's just, like, a basic design thing. Um, but I'm confused on why the other two... I guess he does looking at it. Never mind. I was going to say, I don't know why Saber has, like, the black part as opposed to the just the colored and the white. You know what I mean? But I guess looking oh. at Espada, um, he does have the gray in the center. So he does have that separation. Because, like, Saber's See? is, you know red white black um and then i feel like yeah i see it yeah you know what i mean i did i didn't really notice the silver before but espada does have a silver section in the middle and then i don't know if uh blades does because his is in the middle i think black black on both sides right yep Yep. his is just right in the center yeah his is just black on both sides um so yeah it's it's not as weird of a design thing as i thought it was as i thought it was for a second but yeah it's the, the tricolor thing, I think, works a little bit better for Espada, in my opinion, than it does for Saber. I mean, I've always I've said since day one, I'm not a huge fan of their base forms. Um, yeah. But they do get way better when they get their, like, three-volume sets, no matter which combination it is. I think it's just more interesting but to look at. We'll get there, because I have some issues with it, but whatever. Uh, okay, so basically... Espada has daddy issues because yep. his dad, daddy he believes his daddy is caliber. <laughs> yeah. And 15 years ago, he just did the ultimate douche move. So yeah. uh, whatever. Okay. But, you know, he's still like it was yesterday. So <laughs> what do you think about Espada's fighting style? I don't. I, I, having seen all the episodes to this point, I thought that at first they would focus more on the differences. Um, yeah. But they only do that when they have joint when they're fighting together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the only time that you really see them yeah. use distinguishing styles. But his um 
uh, rapier, like a like a stabby stab style. Uh, it's like a stabby, yeah. Uh, but it 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 fits because of the lightning idea. Yeah. So, but again, other than that, that's the only time you see it. Yeah. It's. But I think it. Yeah, I mean, blades. I think is the most unique, but it could just be because he's only the one like flipping it around all over the place. Um, yeah. And I think at this point. Blades is in his hyperbolic time chamber. Was that this episode or is that the next episode? Pretty that's sure it's in the next episode. It's in the next episode. Okay. Uh, I mean, I honestly, that's... that's pretty much all that happens in five. So yeah, five is just that you just, the, the introduction of the spot. You find out the belts resonate and the dragons come out and they create a portal, but we don't know where. I think they mentioned like it's going to open a gateway, but they don't really go farther than that. Um, yeah, and disaster and Zulos are up to some bullshit. So yeah, disaster and Zulos um, are. Pretty... Oh, that's right, because this is the episode where uh, Blades gets his ass beat. So, yeah. uh, the, which is the, very, the, it was a very intense and well acted moment. Um, I was very surprised. Like, yeah, let me let me pull up my my notes because I'm an old man. Yep. <laughs> notes. Um, what are those? Gross. Notes. Who Ugh. keeps track of? Things? I don't. I don't do notes. I should, but I don't. But uh, so yeah, that was episode five. In episodes, um, we meet the the. Quatriary writer, um, Kenzan. Yeah, Kenzan. Yes, uh, Kenzan is a very, very interesting character in in all yes. aspects. All of it. He's intense. He intense. literally comes in throwing shade at like full <laughs> volume, like crank to eleven, just throwing shade at everyone. He calls him a scrub. He's first... straight up a noob, not a scrub, a noob. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> Excuse like me. right out the gate it's like here's the intro oh that's cool tasseled at his thing and then he's like yo noob what's up <laughs> move out of the way for the men <laughs> kids like 12 it, it was just it was interesting and, and he kept and he keeps that he keeps it the whole time yeah and he gets he actually gets he gets um he gets creepy after a while because he always has that grin like he's yeah. always like so this is he's always got that uh yeah i think his real name is ren yeah ren ren yeah um yeah so he's very much a kind of anime protagonist almost like the bombastic kind of anime archetype um where he's just like yeah woo yeah (laughs) flipping all over the place and stuff um he's a ninja themed writer um which is kind of dope so if you were a fan of shinobi you'll like this guy too um and his yeah his sword is pretty unique because it actually separates into two. Um, yes. His sacred sword, which is... I don't remember the name of the sacred sword. Uh, hold on. I might have written it somewhere. Uh, anyway, the, his thematic uh, is the, the uh, Three Little Pigs. Yes, <laughs> that is the main uh, Wonder Ride book that he uses, is the Three Little Pigs. And he uses it to do all <laughs> kinds of shenanigans, actually. It's actually a pretty cool book. I thought it was going to be kind of stupid because when uh, Toma uses it, it's kind of just like, you know, it throws the pigs out. They make walls. That's pretty much it. But when uh, Kenzan starts using it, it gets pretty unique. Kenzan, Kenzan is is an interesting character. Well, when when they film his action sequences, you mm-hmm. can tell they use a whole different uh, uh, camera system because yeah. he does a lot of flippy shit, yeah. and they they go they they don't like they don't do a lot of wide angles for him. They, yeah. they like to do the following camera yeah. and the, the it's very, it's um, really cool. Like quick cut, almost like wizard when he would start doing his flippy stuff. 
Um, yeah. They kind of go to that style where it's quick cuts because they're probably like bouncing off trampolines and stuff to do all the flips and things. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's that kind of thing. There's close ups and flips and cuts and you know it it is what it is if that's your preference or not. It it it's not offensive though in this at all. Um, no, I think it actually like works pretty it, well for him. Yeah, I agreed that the one of the it's kind of like um one of the redeeming things about the show, even as as the as childish the aspects are. One of the redeeming things are the fight sequences. They're really well done. They're really, They're really well done. executed. And, you know, they do not... seem, um, it, at least until these last couple episodes that we'll get into in a minute, um, they seem a little repetitive to me. Um, or at least they feel a little repetitive because it's usually like, here's a Megiddo, here's something, and then, oh, Caliber's here. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Megiddo are kind of like, kind of pointless. Like, all right. The, As of right they now, are, yeah. They are they are very much monster of the week. Yeah, and I think it's because the Megiddo themselves are now getting more and more involved. Yeah. Um, and it that it's not even like I think it's weird too because it's not even like just straight up monster of the week for the excuse of like a new Wonder Ride book, like a new toy. Right. Like they just don't yeah. become a new toy. They don't do anything. It seems to just be like the plot for the week sort of thing to advance whatever's not happening with caliber right yeah whatever whatever b plot they need going on yeah and and because and it does it, get fi- kind of interesting honestly with uh what's the name legiel is the one of them um there's zuos zuos and the I other fuck yeah i don't know the other guy's name um he seems to yeah. be the kind of the the brain of the operation like, from, from drive um yeah he seems to be brain he's the the concocting plan guy and this is the yeah. episode i'm sorry in episode six here once you see that this the, is the, one. the two react you find out that um they actually open a gateway to somewhere so they can cock this plan where they draw Saber out and Saber actually gets his belt sealed so he can't hench it anymore. And this is when it this also gives Kenzon the opportunity to take center stage for the episode. Disaster. Every time Disaster <laughs> is in a scene, he just chooses. He steals all it, dude. Up, bro. He he's such a master stroke of this this show. Yeah. Like I I am so excited because I know he's probably gonna be in it till Let's at least say the second half. Yeah. Uh, and if they do trash him after that, like, you know, maybe he gets that good guy complex. Mm-hmm. At least in these episodes, he's dope as hell. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm kind of glad that he's peppered in. He's not just there, kind of like Caliber yeah, is. Because I feel like yeah, he would get like, kind of old if he was. Right. Where if it was, um, like, just disaster and Caliber running up all the time, doing their thing. Well, the... The the Seiyu has to go do my hero, so he can't. He's got to do, do yeah. He's got to do my hero, and not that Hunter Hunter's ever coming back, but like, he's got to do Hunter every, Hunter. Everything else, like this guy, man. Listen, I'm just saying, do the, do the Dark Continent. That's all I'm saying. God damn the it, the Dark Continent. Yeah, so that's the the newest Hunter Hunter arc. Oh yeah. So as of right now in the manga, at least for what I've seen, I'm not reading it month week to week, but there's like they're basically on a boat. You find out that the the world that Hunter Hunter takes place in is like a tiny little like in the Caribbean kind of area. And then there's a whole world around everything else. Yeah. So you find out that they're oh. just on like a little grouping of continents. And then there's like, they call it the dark continent. Cause whenever they send hunters out there, no one ever comes back. So they're on their way over there. <laughs> because, because reasons or because, because dumb reasons. reasons, because reasons. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, so. just making sure my reasons are in order here. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, an interesting thing about disaster is like, uh i don't think well i think that he's like a phoenix type character because kenzan actually kicks his ass like he he, he yeah he straight beats up him. beats him <laughs> yeah he, he actually beats him outright and 
you know, I, I thought that was it, but you kind of don't get that feeling because it was so abrupt. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was, it wasn't like a true like. It didn't feel like he actually destroyed him. It, it just felt like he, he he beat him. You know what I mean? Like he poofed. So... I finally found a picture of disaster. Not to interrupt you. I oh, finally nice. found no, put it up. Okay, so this is we've been talking about this dude for the last couple episodes, and we were never able yeah, to find this picture. But this yeah. is disaster. So he does, if you know, if we were talking about how he looks like that one Garo character. He does really look like that Garo character. Yeah, he really does. And he's voiced by the dude who voices Shigaraki. So come on. Yeah. It, Shigaraki. You know this is a real character. A whole bunch of super so, famous people. Yeah. So just imagine his voice in that character, and you know you've got a winning eight. Yeah. And so, similar personality to too, but he kind of. I, I was it. just about to say that. Yeah. yeah he's he's just, he's exactly like those characters. He's kind of like the uh, yada yada. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it's dope, man. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so then we get the fight between um, uh, Kenzan and Zuosen. And oh yes, I'm sorry, Zuos and uh, Rintaro. Yeah, so they've been fighting the whole episode, and, and Zuos was just stomping his ass out. Yeah, uh, because Rintaro can't, um, he can't uh, do three volumes. I'm sorry, he 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 tried, but he can't seem to get that power. Yeah, and that's what was stopping him from beating him. Yep. So, but. He Zuos kind of has like that Kempachi syndrome, yeah, where he won't not even worth my time, he won't even kill a weakling, yeah. So that you get that kind of reprieve that you obviously know, like, well, of yeah. course, you know, that's one of the final guys, so obviously, this has to end with some kind of excuse. So, yeah, Zuos definitely has that. the uh, you know, there is a lot of anime trope like personalities yeah. in this show, and he has that kind of cut to kui. Yeah, that kind of thing going on where he's just like, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hit it, I'm gonna hit it real good. Yeah, um, I'm gonna you. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bump you real good with this hand. This hand of mine is glowing blue. So, um, and then, and that was pretty much it. That was yeah. six. He, he, uh, you find out that he was Zuos was also the one who killed the previous Common Rider Blades, uh, Rintaro's master. Yes, and that's yes. kind of the trigger for Rintaro, which, like I said, he's a very well acted moment. Um, that was yeah. that was like intense in the middle of like normal saber stuff i was like oh shit okay okay yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a surprising thing because yeah. you, you don't expect that caliber of acting all of a sudden yeah and, and it kind of came out of nowhere it, honestly because you know up until yeah. that point it was there were some some deeper moments like uh espada had one or two like um See, but, i don't want to yeah, say that, like edgelord moments but they were kind of like the woe is me moment sort of thing i was yeah no but i'm thinking it's like it but the where that's coming from I don't know. It didn't. It, it, even it didn't feel as like, real as, as this. Genuine. Honestly, yeah, yeah. It's genuine. Exactly. That's it. Um, and that could be. I'm sure that's a. I feel like Rintaro. We spent some time with Espada. It was like here he is, and here's his issue. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? So it could have yeah. just been a matter of like we just didn't let it cook long enough. So well, true, very true. Because yeah, we we met Rintaro like. This weird ass dude on the back of a Lego line <laughs> shows up on the back of a line. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's up, bro? <laughs> hey. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, da, 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 that was it for six. Um, well, I mean, let's let's talk more about Kenzan and the disaster fight. We kind of just glanced over that. Um, so we get this introduction. Yeah, so we kind of get this this big introduction to Kenzan and his fighting style, and they go into the book world, so it becomes very CG. Um, but he, he does this really cool thing with the three little pigs. Like I said, that, you know, is when, when Toma used it, it was very, 
I don't know, basic, yeah. <laughs> I guess is the word. I mean, like, I think he, he just, really he just, just built, used it. Yeah, he just used it. Like, he built a house and then he blew it up. Like, they built the straw house yeah. and then he lit it on fire, literally. And that wasn't that bad. I mean, no. that was kind of cool, too. It was cool. But, but, you know. Yeah, but then Kenzon gets a hold of this thing and he's making clones of himself. He creates, he, the three pigs make three brick walls and he starts hiding behind them because he can move really fast. Um, and he does this really cool finisher where he makes his swords into, like, a big shuriken and he hurls right. the shit out of it. <laughs> You found it? That's how dope this is, that I found it the first search. I didn't have to dig. <laughs> Look at that. Bam. Move this up a little bit so they can see it's it. It's probably... I didn't check the language, but, you know. It's fine. Um, okay. I'll let that rock, because I muted anyway. I don't want to get flagged, because they're <laughs> super hard on their audio stuff now on Twitch. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, it's pretty cool. Um... Yeah, Kenzan is what you would think is a ninja rider with two swords. You know, quick, speedy, messing yeah. around, that kind of thing. Um, and he does some cool stuff with a scarf. He, like, he like basically allergic from disaster, too. He's like, oh, I can do that, too. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> mean, like, cool. let's not sell short the, the sequence. This sequence is amazing. Like, this is when, when in, the, in the heat of the moment, because this is, like, almost, I think it's the middle of the episode. I can't remember. But anyway, the... <laughs> Whatever, whatever's happening, this is like enhancing that moment because you're getting to see it. Like, dude, he creates a clone of no, he hides behind one of the brick walls that they yeah. make, right? Yep. And then he and just, he's just dashing around behind him. Wall. He's flipping. He's like doing these crazy zips. Yep. Like the, it's almost like anime. It's almost like you were filming. Yeah. He's zipping an around, anime. and then he's just hiding behind it. Yep, yep. Then he flips so, it, goes at him. <laughs> yep. It's, um, it's very anime, very anime. It's but pretty it's cool, good. though. Well, yeah, like it, it's interesting to watch at least. Um, especially for this weird CG running thing happening. I don't know. He's running across the scars when disaster does this like get over here with a whole bunch of scarf yeah, he, like a things. Tendril type thing. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty cool. Oh, and at this point, they figure out that the reason that the the belts resonated is because it's a gateway to Avalon, and Avalon is the resting place of King Arthur. And there's apparently a super secret power. And they're trying to get there, and you find out that the original 13, which I think we've seen all 13 at this point in the show, that are yeah. required for this, um, there's like an ancient sword technique or something, and then it opens the gateway. Does, yeah, he does some kind of like ritual yeah. type thing. He does this like ritual thing, and this is all to unseal Toma's uh, belt. Yeah. So, and then in um, Caliber, Caliber just backwards talk jutsu. He just literally like, just does the incantation backwards, and it's just like, nah, you don't need the rest of it. That's fine. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even bother. I was kind of, I think I was doing something like whatever, like mm -hmm. making a note and I heard him speak. I was like, that's, that's just backwards. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> backwards Japanese is even weirder. <laughs> it was just so obvious. But yeah. anyway, so that's how he gets uh, his portal to Avalon. Yes. Um, yeah. So they do the they they make a lot of the anime choices in this episode because Rintaro in the hyperbolic time chamber he starts to see his um uh, his master yep. like and he has like that Piccolo Gohan moment <laughs> yeah it's very Piccolo Gohan uh but anyway he goes because uh, he's trying to master the three volume thing he it just every time he does it he he gets like electrocuted or blows up or some shit like that yeah it's their body does not does not agree with uh, <laughs> three volumes. So he's got to train that, and um, the episode ends with Toma actually getting a third um, 
red wonder ride book which plays into a factor later but it's called storm eagle it's kind of cool he just basically creates fire tornadoes <laughs> i like it i yeah. like it a lot so uh, pretty cool we skipped, yeah we skipped a lot in there though yeah honestly the main <laughs> part is they're trying to get to avalon which is you know holds the super secret power which i thought was gonna be more of like a mid-season upgrade than what it turned out to be but i also yeah. feel like they're getting these forms and things that like break next speeds like, <laughs> because i think hold on one sec <laughs> sorry um yeah right <laughs> is it too soon to make jokes is it can i just be over 2020 at this point can i just make COVID Whatever. jokes i know it's, it's a very a serious joke. problem but it's how i deal with things it's how i cope I know. we're dark <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we do it yeah but so they yeah i get that the whole these these um these i don't even think they're power-ups though they're just like they're weapons they're the the wonder ride you can't, books? Them, you can't call them forms i mean i don't no, even they're know not what to forms call they're more like um more like the build bottles that kind of stuff like there's they they act very similarly like you know you can yeah. hot swap to whatever there's not really a form That's but nice. you just kind of hot swap to whatever and then there's yeah. like best match kind of things where they synchronize a lot more than you know the other forms so and the best matches are coming the best matches are coming uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I think this episode ends with them getting into Avalon because Espada does his little dance thing. If not, yeah, it's very early in the next episode. They get to Avalon. Um, well, he, he, yeah, he fights some kind of creature being entity thing, whatever. Who? Toma. Toma. When he, when he, yeah. Oh, when he gets to Avalon. Yeah. 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 I'm saying before he even gets there. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, when they first get in, they kind of do this weird, like, that's definitely the area. <laughs> so there's a lot of reused areas in this, and I don't know if it's because of COVID or they just, you know, save money. They had good deals, hookups for that location kind of thing. Um, so the when they first get to Avalon, they're in this desert, and there's a lot of, like, Instagram filters all over it. Like, there's weird, yeah. trippy, like, you it's, know, it, it's, it's like techno almost like tie-dye kind of going on. And, it um, looks like a... Looks like Gears of War one when that first came out. Yes, that's pretty much what it looks like. But it also looks right. very, very similar to the desert where they filmed Common Rider Kabuto's movie in, <laughs> in the opening scene. So uh-huh. there's a hill, there's everything. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same spots, honestly. And well, then, I mean, yeah. And then again later on, at yeah. Avalon. <laughs> in Avalon, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. But they do a very interesting thing that. I wanted like as I was watching it, I theorized that it was kind of weird because at this point we we know that for all context that we have, we know that Caliber is Kento or Espada's father. Um, but they start hiding his face, which is weird because we've seen you know he does the turn and then they get this kind of after image of Kento's father, and then you know we just right. we've seen what his father looks like. So I thought it was very strange that they hide his face. Um, he's just a and dude in a suit, modular. and they like hard shadow him. Yeah, and the voice modulator thing, like they yeah, and the do voice that. modulated thing, and it's like it's kind of like why would you do that if it if we know who it is? So right. it was just strange to me. That was a weird thing where I was like, hmm, I don't yeah, some some don't smell right, <laughs> right, right. So yeah, and then so, so Espada and oh Espada goes with Toma, um, Kento yes. goes with Toma, Kento. and they you know he tries to hold off Caliber. <laughs> Because Toma can't henchin at this point. Yes, Toma can still not henchin. Again, this is the whole point. They're trying to, you know, unseal yep. his belt. And so Espada yep. goes with him, tries to hold off Caliber, and at one point the two belts start reacting, and that creates the gateway that allows Toma to run through as Espada's holding back his father. 
Um, it's the whole prophecy thing with the fought, with the two dragons. Opening yeah, two dragons open a gate to Avalon and whatever story whatever. they decide to was, do. Um, so sure. he goes into the the tropey white light room where there's a yes. hooded white figure <laughs> who is talking to him. Yeah, the architect, <laughs> quite literally. <laughs> um, which I'm assuming that person's going to play. Wouldn't that have been amazing if it was just some fucking... So. <laughs> Yo, dude. <laughs> yeah? Just like, yeah. <laughs> just some old redneck with like a white like, beater on, like picking his belly button. <laughs> Yo. You can me too? <laughs> Y'all find hey, a way up? out yet. <laughs> hey, well, I ain't expect you so soon. <laughs> Gang Green Gus is waiting for him. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> Well, howdy. How you doing there? <laughs> Champ just comes out with a sandwich. Oh, hey there. How you doing? <laughs> Champ, get your ass back in the hood. <laughs> okay there, don't you know? <laughs> Holy crap. Man. Oh, man. Black ah, past. Man, I, can't, I cannot do that for a long time. No, I have lost the ability to do that for many, many eons. <laughs> oh, holy crap. Oh, wow. So that is a harken back like to that. a YouTube channel we did probably a good 10 years ago now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um anyway <laughs> so yeah um where were we at, at all with this so, uh, so toma runs into the white light and he he meets yeah. the architect we're just gonna call him the architect because i don't know who he is yeah. but he says yeah you know, there's no he's just a hooded guy he's just a hooded figure in white in a white yeah. room and it's kind of like but they're not hiding his face like he has a face yeah, it's you just see his he's face. out of focus we just don't know who he is yeah we just have no uh, idea who he is because they do you know when he leaves they zoom in on his face like we're supposed to know who it is but i don't know yeah. who it is <laughs> Legit. Like, oh, that I guy. Cool. I rewatched all the episodes just to just to be caught up, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't recognize. Yeah, it's kind of like Daishinji. Like, They're I, just like assume that you know. I guess I don't yeah. know. Unless those. Oh are yeah, so, so we'll probably know who he is in like three episodes. Yeah, yeah right. and they'll be like, oh, you didn't know, you idiot. What's wrong with you? Um, What's wrong with you? That's Mac. Yeah. So Toma, <laughs> you know, he tells Toma like, if you want the power, you have to believe in the heart of the cards and all this kind of thing. Yeah. Um And so Toma does this battle with this weird ghost spirit thing i don't know what it was i don't it was weird it, it almost looked like omen and killer instinct like i'm gonna pull a yeah. picture of this dude um like it, it, this it is, actually kind of looked like an ultraman it looked like a like an ultraman silhouette yeah it was weird like this is <laughs> when i was watching the episode this is what he looked like to me um hang on let me get a good picture here because this dude's kind of weird looking uh, where is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this guy's like kind of see through, so it's hard to see him. Hold on. <laughs> so this is Omen in, in uh, Killer Instinct, which is a fighting game, and he just kind of looks like this. <laughs> it's just kind of this weird, like foggy creature thing that shoots blue fire everywhere. Yeah, it's such a. Hold it's, on, I think I can it's weird. That. And then it just gets bigger randomly, but going back to reusing locations, the location where they fight, if you didn't notice, was where Baron gets lemon energy. Yeah. Yep. So that was the... Yep. They reuse an area that's in Kamen Rider Gaim. It's in a whole bunch of them, I'm sure. But specifically, it's I remembered it from being where Baron gets one of his upgrades for lemon energy. Um, yeah. They reuse locations all the time. Like, we've seen the, uh, the Fudo headquarters a couple times in series since W, that kind of stuff. So I stole a screen of it. Yeah, this go. this thing. See, like it just looks like Omen to me. That's all it looked like. Yeah. So I just I just saw like Ultraman, but you know yeah. whatever, same thing. Um. Yes, essentially. So 
Toma gets, um, you know, the King Arthur, King of Arthur, as they call it in this. Because King Japanese. of Arthur. Yeah. How do you how do you feel about the voice though? Doesn't it feel like so typical? Like the 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 belt voice thing. Yeah, the the belt voice. It, it, there's just no like it's so expected. Like I don't know, I don't know. I like. I think it works well for these like paragraphs that it says <laughs> every time oh, they yeah. hitchin. I think it works really Not well that. for that. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That it does work for. But everything else is just like it's so meh. Like okay. Yeah. Of course. That's like what. Like I. I kind of knew how the King of Arthur thing was gonna sound like. Yes, I, I get what you're saying with that. Yeah, I kind of it was typical. Um, so this is King of Arthur and uh, Blade Dragon, I think it's called. Um, this is that combination. Blow this up. Yeah, it's it's, it's not bad. I mean, no, it's not bad at all. Yeah. I like the sword. I dig the big King Arthur sword thing. Um, yes, it's pretty dope. He just kind of in in this he doesn't do a whole lot, and no, I honestly don't but, like what it does later. Oh personally. boy, but, what the. F- so that's the next episode but this essentially he beats this shadowy dude by doing like big dumb slashes big energy cg slashes and that's that's pretty two or three hadoukens something like that um so it's yeah it's that that's really what it is he gets two swords and he just does some energy slashes and he gets the power and um when he comes out of the light caliber is kind of like see if you can master that power Good luck, yeah. Like, okay, all right, that's what that was all yeah. about. As he cool. like runs away, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. that's that's cool, I guess. Um, so yeah, the episode so, ends and it, it immediately starts with like we were saying, it shows the the figure in white's face. Um, yeah, and he who, gives him that little blank book. Yes, or not little? It's huge, actually. I'm sorry, it's a huge blank book. It's that big chunky guy, right? It's kind of like the the ones in the last yeah. episode, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, yeah, it, it looked like that, right? Okay, I, I thought so. Yeah, I didn't remember, huge. honestly. Yeah, no, it's, he's a huge. Which one. so yeah, alludes to they're essentially going to be super forms because um, yes. Caliber gets one in the yes. coming episode. And Caliber, Caliber gets a good one. It's a good one. It looks real cool. Um, I have yeah. some pictures up there, so when we talk about it, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, um, we'll get there. Those, that's what those random ones are up there. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, um, so Toma gets his belt back. Yada yada yada. <laughs> yeah, and they come back, and it kind of turns into, um. You know, they have a little like, "Hey, team, let's let's go." And yeah. Toma gets like randomly inspired to start writing again. And May, being May, is but I get it, but I get it though. I yeah. get it though. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> if anyone's ever fell into the creative hole where you just don't write, all of a sudden, like you stub your toe and you're like, "I have 37 ideas." <laughs> like suddenly, I know where to direct this rage. <laughs> yes. Um. So it's yeah. They you find out that the Megido have another plan to, you know, mess up the world. And in this time, is this, I believe they introduced the ducks in this one. Um, no, that's the no, next episode. No, that's, that's the next one. This one, they, we they find go out back there's to more base. Medusa. That's what it is. Yeah. And we get the dopest cameo of all cameos this year. Mr. Dangerous and June's useless ass. <laughs> yes. I forgot about yeah. that. So, yes, yes they, um, they recently did, if anyone has seen Kamen Rider Gaim, they did a Kamen Rider Bravo, and I forget his Kamen Rider name. Uh, he's so, he's it's, so, it's the, um, burner. the, the mallet, chestnut, whatever he is. Yeah. Walnut. Gridon. Gridon. Yeah. Gridon. Gridon. Um, Gridiron. Whatever. Um, and they have a little cameo because they have a special coming out. So they get frozen by Medusa and then when they're unfrozen, they just kind of run away and that's their cameo. <laughs> 
But we have a really cool moment with Ogami being Ogami. Um, and like always, they set it up with, you know, Sora, his son, being adorable. And then yeah. as they're fighting, they're kind of, you know, you're seeing this kind of out of unison. You know, they're not really a team thing happening. And Ogami tells Toma, you know, you better He's win this. Distracted. Yeah, Toma's distracted on how to use King of Arthur thing. Yeah. So he has this power, and he like it's not. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. At the beginning of the episode, he, him, and um, Caliber have another fight, and he kind of just gets his ass beat, and that yeah. that worries him because he, you know, he he has this huge power now, and he can't draw it out and that kind of stuff. And Caliber's just taunting him the whole time, saying yeah. like, you know, you don't deserve this power if you can't use it. Yada yada yada. Um, so yeah. that's that's weighing on him at this point, and you know, Ogami sees that and sacrifices himself to kind of spur Toma on, knowing that this will yeah, it'll but, be the catalyst. Know, you you get you knew that it was coming, but even then you're like, yo, come on, you didn't have to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like no. he could have just like, I mean, not really, but you know what I'm saying. He had her head, he could have head buddy. You know, what I mean? he just had options. Yeah, All I'm he, saying he's the big strong dude. He literally could have just like, game over, <laughs> snap. Oh, but, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a anyway, kid's show so, and they would never do that, but you know, right. <laughs> could have spun 360 saying, and he would have won. If suddenly that the writer of the episode was like, I, I feel John Wick coming. That's one me. of those things where like <laughs> they do, they do the like, you know, leave in some really bad stuff. So the not so bad stuff stays in for censorship and they just like <laughs> have Ogami swinging with a big penis, like pure naked in the sort of logos. And they're like, well, if you take that out, I'll keep the neck break. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's how they just sneak that shit. Out. Yeah, that, that's how they do most of that stuff with like censorship. Um, they they do so, a bunch of really terrible stuff to uh, make the other stuff not so bad. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Like, all right, just because we were shit kicking it right there, the uh, <laughs> the moment itself, like when when Toma comes back to base and he has to tell you know Sora that you know his pops ain't make it it really wasn't that bad you know what I mean like it wasn't that in your face about overacting and about well I mean he didn't really say anything that's what I mean. he just kind of like, like dropped the sword in was, his hands and walked off <laughs> that's that's what I preferred it wasn't that True. whole yeah, yeah. so sorry yeah. your father your protected father me yeah my fault you know what it I mean? was that, definitely one of those moments where like less was more um yeah that's what I mean. Yeah. Like it was better, better done that way. Yeah. So it's, I think overall the moment was good for the episode, but I think it, I just, I really want them to like take that leap. It was another one of these moments where like, I was hoping, I, I mean, not that, not that I want Ogami to die. Cause I really like Ogami, but like, uh-huh. I wanted them to take that plunge into the like, no, this is, this is war essentially. Um, and you know you get your yeah. first sacrifice, and that's really what turns them around. And I mean, it's still early. It's we're episode eight at this point, I believe, eight or nine. Yeah. Um. So like, it's yeah, still very right now, early. Right now we're on eight. Yeah. Um. And you you really so get much that has happened really, in eight episodes. <laughs> like, how how you damn bro? Like it's just I was thinking Take about it second. when I was finishing ten, Take and second. I was just like, we're, we're ten episodes in, and all of this has happened. Yeah. Like. It's awesome and worrying all at the same time. Because it's like, can you keep this pace up for 50 episodes? Like, is there enough? Not without, <laughs> because right now, it feels like, as of 10 episodes, we've met the established characters. Yeah. 
and everything else that's going to come is going to be like sixth ranger type of status you know what i mean like yeah um but they also so, threw in something when we get to episode 10 where it's kind of like i can see where they could use that as like the next arc you know what i mean um okay. we'll get there so yeah. all right let's finish eight uh but in eight um so yeah so you know he um Sora comes back after uh, Toma tells him, you know, your dad's dead. Um, you know, he tells him, fuck up, buttercup. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Sora, the, then, the like four-year-old, is like, yo, dude, how about you stop being a puss? <laughs> yeah. Like, like legit. It's like, hey. <laughs> legit, he stop. goes, why, why aren't you smiling? Smile. Like, Smile. Do it. <laughs> and Toma's like. Is it weird? He has that, he has that like a, like a, right? Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm sure he's losing all his baby teeth and stuff. He's like, hey. no, I know. I just heard it. I was like, oh, that's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's funny that like they have the same personality. I thought that was a really nice touch where it's kind of like they're just both big dumb idiots, and it's very yeah. much like this is definitely like Diet Ogami. I I like that. He's that like, was a nice little touch. Hey, just promise me you'll win next. Yeah. Okay. Don't stress the whole dead dad yeah. thing. No problem. I, I know my dad's dead, and I'm gonna deal with that later. And you know, therapy. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> just just would just, just, can you do that for me <laughs> yeah so all right so then something happens in this episode that i really really liked a lot bro like one of my favorite film things um for example like the oceans movies mm-hmm. the only one of the major reasons actually probably the reason i like the movies is when they do the plan and then you know they're cutting back and forth between the plan itself and then the planning of it. Yeah, that's a they cool. Trip. I will admit that too. Yeah, I do yeah. like that. It's interesting. In this, in this episode, they do that with their battle plan yeah. on how they're going to approach. You know, to mm-hmm. how they're going to make this work. Yeah, to save because they're still Ogami. dealing with the Medusas, um, and then they're also dealing with Caliber and the Megidos that are showing up, and because Legiol, uh, Legiol, yeah, that's his name, right? Legiol, Legia, yeah, yeah, is interfering, and so Legia. is. Um, <laughs> Zuos isn't really in this one as much. Zuos takes like a backseat for a couple episodes. Um, and I don't think the other dude's really doing anything either. He's just kind of at the base planning. But like, yeah, it seems like that's, I think if they keep that rotation going, Mm -hmm. that's going to work out for them. Like in terms of keeping the plot up, if what happens is each of these Megidos suddenly decide, well, I want one thing and I want another, which is kind of seems like what they're doing with them. Yeah, it's starting to kind of, you know, as they get more stuff, it's kind of like they all have their own outset and goals. So it's kind of, as they get farther than that plan, it's putting a little bit of a divide between them. But there's still a hierarchy almost, because I feel like... um, I don't think so. I don't think there's like a... Well, I I feel like there might be a an elder... Like, I, I don't know, like a... I, I don't get the sense that they're reporting to anybody yet. Just this book. Yeah. But anyway, um, so back to the whole thing. Uh, in this, in the, in the following scene where where they're fighting them, they start to suddenly reveal that this situation where it looked like they were losing was Toma's plan from the outset. So they start cutting back and forth between Toma writing out this plan at his desk and them actually executing it, where they're breaking out into different, uh, different uh, teams to take on certain Megiddo and Caliber. It's dope. I mean, he he, it's 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 done really well for me. That's why I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, and I'm biased as hell because uh, to me, those are one of my favorite sequences. You put that in any movie, and if you do it right. 
I'm good. Like I'll enjoy the hell out of that if you do it right. Yeah, it's um. Sorry, there was someone. I'm trying to ban a bot in Twitch chat right now. <laughs> um, yeah, it's spamming up shit. Um, so yeah, essentially, it's it's really cool because you see, like, you know, he's talking about how Kento and um, what you call it, um, Kento and Kenzon have like really good synergy, which yeah. I thought was weird because I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I didn't really see them. Those two together fighting together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. their their styles are different. And again, and here you see the difference in their techniques when they're fighting. Like, you can actually see how Kenzon is doing the flippy stuff. Yeah. And then uh, Espada is just like straight, straight. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's just, it, it was one of the things that sold this whole scene was the execution of it it was filmed well it was edited well and then he and then kenzan does his little uh shadow clone jutsu yes he uses the pigs to do his shadow clones and um, yeah yeah so they they basically push caliber onto like this bridge thing and it's really cool because you see uh espada doing like stabbing and all over the place and then kenzan will flip over him and do all kinds of stuff and then like he'll spin back and kento will come up and start stabbing again it was really cool it was very um yeah it, it was almost it was cool to see them use like the um environment to kind of do that yeah. and kind of coax him. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then uh, you have Blades fighting Legolas. Uh, he's <laughs> yeah. doing his. And since now he's got, you know, the whole swagger to fight now, he, he's just tearing him up. And then Saber takes on both of the Medusas at the same time. Yeah. Uh, to use the, to finally get the Juju to use the King of Arthur thing. And then a really... Uh, so so moment happens i kind of want to like it a lot more than i don't but i don't know if i can the with king arthur i so yeah i don't know <laughs> so so the king of arthur ride book gives uh toma the ability to summon it uh, essentially and when he's when he summons the king of arthur power it the sword itself becomes a mecha. Yeah. It's it's like it when you see it happen, you're like, oh, that kind of makes sense. But then you realize why? Why are they doing that? <laughs> like, why is, that doesn't have to be a thing. Now I get, you know, we had the um in uh zero one, we had the mammoth thing for like two episodes yeah. so like i it, i think this is gonna go that same me route of a robo knight in um it's megaforce and power rangers but i forget um what the sentai is called but the the sixth ranger in that one the angel themed one where they have the like staff things um the okay. go sager go sager i'm sorry go sager oh is you Go-Sager? mean go say knight yeah go say knight yeah it kind of reminded okay. me of that because he's like the big sword that turns into like a robot and starts fighting that kind of thing okay it, it very much reminded me of that um it's yeah i don't know like i liked so, so when you're doing it or when he's using it it has this kind of um it, it has this if anyone's seen bleach it has this uh tengen Mio kind of thing going on yeah, where like when yeah. he slashes the big sword slashes that kind of stuff yeah yes it's very tengen yes tengen Mio. but then it takes it a step further because since the sword becomes a giant mecha person he uses saber as his sword person 
literally picks him up and a sword pops out of Saber's head. And I thought that was yeah. absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't understand what I was watching. I'm like <laughs> Okay. So he's the sword for the weapon sword weapon weapon man <laughs> and sword. He, even he was confused like what it's <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, sure okay. Yeah, okay that's sure so we went saber saber suddenly went from here to here for me because i if i accepted that let's just ride it why not let's go all the way after that um moment uh <laughs> the the gaim cameo people come back uh so i'm gonna say like whatever uh, special they did mm-hmm. takes place within the time frame of this episode. So, because th- whatever that movie's about is supposed to be some kind of alternate world, right? Yes. Um, I'm going to assume it's going to take place in like the Wonder Ride world kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I don't, I honestly just don't know. Um, we'll see. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm going with. But anyway, um, so, okay. Uh, and then that's pretty much the end of the episode because the, they just go back to base. They have their little, you know, hey, old Gami's alive type of moment. And, you know, the kid had his little cute moment. But we see something fun because Daishinji, <coughs> uh, Tetsuo, his name is Tetsuo. I forgot to. to... Is it? Yeah. So is it Tetsuo is... Daishinji or Daishinji yeah. Tetsuo? Whatever. No, no, no. Well, yeah, whatever. Whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> First name is Tetsuo. Yeah. So. Anyway, I'm I'm calling him Daishinji. Daishinji suddenly has the uh, A Wonder Ride book in his hand, and we only see it for like a second, but we can tell it's a magenta pinkish uh, book. So we get another magenta pink rider. Awesome. Uh, Which, so yeah, he's been working on his sword in the background. Sorry, I'm still trying to figure out this this thing. Um, this bot thing. <laughs> yeah, this bot thing. So, I mean, it's I got rid of him, but um, okay. I, I do apologize. <laughs> I'm not very active in the conversation right now. Um, that's what happens when you do these things live. <laughs> We're doing it live, man. <laughs> doing it live. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, he's been working on it in the background. You find out he's, you know, it, in the last couple episodes, we found out that he's kind of the one who repairs the swords and checks out the Wonder Ride books and always studying them. And he's got this little desk in the middle of the sort of logos that's, you know, it analyzes books and things like that whenever they get new stuff. And he repairs the swords and he's been working on his own sword for uh, he's repairing his sword i should say because ogami knows he's a writer and you find out he was a writer at some point and he kind of he kind of pep talks toma at one point where he's like hey man like sometimes you got to just let it go and he's an interesting character he's he's, he's a very interesting character i ex- his, i like it a lot and his quirks are interesting he avoids eye contact constantly yeah he literally like, puts his hand up he'll like <laughs> he'll go like yeah it's like a but but he he's so straight and and I don't even know how to express it because he he he's so direct with his lines, but he it, it's it, yeah he's very he stoic has, almost, but it's without the like confidence. But there's a timber in his voice, you know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. there's a, yeah, yeah, it's a, not it's not there's a timber in his voice. It's uh, it's uh, not so it's not so deadpan. But yeah, anyway, no. So. But he's very much like a um to the point, I guess would be the way I would describe it. Yeah. he's very you know it's it's not extra it's not that but he's also timid at the same time um yeah because of the whole so yeah you find out he's working on his uh his sacred sword which is uh suzune is that what it was called suzune Suzune, yeah the sword of echoes which is a cool ass name 
Oh man, I liked it. You that know, was I such liked a it. Cool <laughs> name. I love this writer, honestly. So yeah, I love so, this writer. <laughs> like his design is very interesting. It's very interesting because it's not. It's not like the others. It's, it's not very like the others its own at thing. all. Um, and I and, don't know if it's kind of like a weird hybrid of he fixed the sword, and so it kind of has this techno look compared to the other ones, or what? Oh, that's a good theory. I didn't think about that. Yeah, but, uh, what I, when you see it, he's in the basement, and it has all the stuff hooked up to the sword, and he's trying to, like, I don't know if he's trying to fuse it back together or just fix it or what, because we don't know what happened to the sword. He just doesn't have it. I'm going to assume it has something to do with the thing 15 years ago. Um, yeah, it has to be. It has to be. Like, to he be. got defeated. Yeah. Because yeah, um, he's, he's definitely older than, than the rest of them, but not yeah, by like a lot. Yeah, him and Ogami have known each other a long time, and he's obviously been part yeah. of the Sword of Logos for a long time. Yeah. But he's he doesn't look very much older, but he is older. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, his, but my first impression of it when I saw the design, I'm like, holy crap, that's an X Aid fused with a saber rider. That's what I'm looking at. Those yeah, are the vibes with decades I get color scheme. <laughs> right, yeah, and and you throw decades color, but yeah, like immediate reaction. So at first I was like, huh, I wonder why he looks so different. Yeah, but. I'm gonna go with this this theory now that you that you pitched about him tinkering with his stuff. Maybe yeah. that's maybe it. Might have something to do with it. it, or at least that may be the yeah. idea behind the mentality, but the design, whether they say like that's it or not. Yeah. So. But th- that's what I mean. Like I, I like I like this whole. I, it grew on me because at first I was like, uh, and now I'm like, okay, yeah, that's dope, but. I want you to talk about why, why he's even doper. So, yeah, I just put a link up as soon as it loads here. It's been a wad okay. of the his henshin. And, um, oh, oh, you got his henshin. Nice. Yeah, I got his henshin. I don't know why it's not loading, though. Um, anyway, so I like him because, like you said, it's he was very much not a thing when he first shows up. Yeah. Like, he's just there. He's literally just there. And you're like, oh, he's the Alfred. You know, he's, he's the support. Yeah. He's the, yeah. you know, fix the stuff. He's that and this. And you're like, oh, he used to be a writer. And, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. So it's cool because, again, he's very timid. He's very, you know, kind of strange and weird. You, you would think, yeah, you would think that the character that he is, yeah, when he's when he henshins, um, it's gonna be kind of like him in a suit. You yeah, know I mean? like, like it's, you it's, and at first it's very much what I expected other than the design. It's it's yeah, what it's, I expected. So at first when he first henchens, his thing with his sword is it's a gun and a sword. It can change yeah. between a gun and a sword. So and when he first dope. henchens and the uh, can you try and post the link mine's not loading up the actual video yeah. in the Discord. Um I'll get it. I'll get it. It's he's very much like the swordsman. Like it's very much a very disciplined, very straightforward swordsman. Like he's doing EI draws into stances and sheathing the sword again and then doing it again, you know, very abrupt, you know, very purposeful movements. (laughs) And you're like, okay, that's a cool design, a little wild of a design, but why is he, okay, not what I thought. And then he uses his Wonder Ride book, which is uh, also the one he henchens with into his base form is Hansel and Gretel. Yes, yes. Let's let's talk about that for a sec because you, you suddenly understand his color scheme and mm-hmm. his his uh his design kind of because it's very when he uh, Hansel and Gretel itself is very fairy tale very it's the it's the fairy tale the candy house 
So when it's when it's every when he henshins, all you see are these crazy colors and these crazy effects. Yep. So and, and it's like now you understand that it's not a reflection of him; it's the power that just so happens to be his is super yes. colorful. And which it's is also awesome. um, it's pretty interesting because you know Hansel and Gretel is a story about two. Two, two people um and he literally has two personalities when he fights and that's kind of what i yeah. love about him um so it's very it, it's almost like a, a telling of what happened i'm trying to get there it is got it okay so this is his henshin sorry for people listening to the audio podcast <laughs> that you can't see and it's we just wasted time trying to do it um but he he very much uses that too you know they, they keep that in line with how he fights as a character and yeah. You know, you'll see these crazy colors, and he does some slashes into a stab, and that becomes his, you know, face mask thing, and like all the other riders, and it's there's candy. All like over a the place. It's, it's candy. Yeah, that's essentially why it's so bright and crazy. It's candy. Yeah, <laughs> it's candy cupcakes. It's like it's sweets all over the place. So yeah. it it works. I understand it now, and it makes me like it even more. Yeah. So, um, but then once he gets his secondary form. Um, where he uses, I don't remember what the name of the Wonder Ride book is, honestly. Bremen, Bremen, hold on. I wrote Bremen No Boom or something like that, or Bremen No Band. Bremen, I don't Bremen know. No Rock Band. Bremen No Rock Band. Yeah, I don't know what the actual story is supposed to be, but the sword yeah. becomes a gun, and he becomes literally a member of Team Yell from Pokemon. <laughs> is the easiest way to describe it. <laughs> he becomes batshit crazy. He goes and nuts, and I love every second of it. Like he's just yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> this Bro, is like super like, timid. Like, don't look at me. He's just, yeah. all this stuff. Like, yeah, let's go. Holy shit, let's just kick some ass. Saber. I like the way he says saber. Saber. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because the way he yells is supposed to be like guitar twangs you know when they yeah. and he's just yelling like and that's just him yelling um, that's true he, he speaks in that pattern like yeah <laughs> it's crazy and so it's just so funny and jarring at the same time and this that's why i love him so much like he just i i'm a fan of anything that you're just super metal just metal is all fuck i'm, I'm all you're fun. out of your show just embrace it. Just Let's embrace it. it. Like that's why I love Warhammer. Everything is just like a metal cover. It's so cool. <laughs> that's why I play Chaos. So, um, but this dude, yeah, he's just like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, he's sticking his tongue out inside his helmet. <laughs> like you could just <laughs> hear like, it. And he's just so excited. Just so he's damn excited. So excited, and it's so cool. Um, so, so when he uses the gun, yeah. it kind of has this like. This is de- definitely like a you know they use the wizard gun at some point the gun sword. Um, yeah, because it has yeah, the same that. look to it. It has the same everything, but it even shoots it the, even same. the same. Yeah, <clears throat> same mechanism, right? It just pops. Yeah, it looks like they just took the hand and then like made it into the book holder. Yeah. That's essentially what happened. Um, but yeah, it it does the same kind of thing where the bullets track and all this kind of stuff. And it's just so fun to watch him do his thing. <laughs> it yeah. really is. And, and you you can't you can't see this character doing that outside of this. No. So that's. That's going to be fun to, yeah. to, for us to be able to, to enjoy that every time he henches. And they even call him out on it in the next episode, at the beginning of the next episode. They're yeah. like, hey, and man, he, your personality changed. He was like, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like, like, no, that that's not that's not somebody else. That's you all the time. That's you. Yeah. Okay. He was like, no, I don't know. What do you mean? Huh? What? No. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, let's, that was a lot about Slash. Oh, yeah. by the way, his name is Kamen Rider Slash. Yeah. Um, 
So the episode itself, um, basically, we get introduced to probably my favorite Megiddo in a long time. It's the, the ugly duckling quack. one. <laughs> Bro, he summons it, it quacks, and I was like, I love it. It I love literally this, the first thing it does, of... it comes out, goes quack. Quack. <laughs> 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 okay. All yeah. right. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And so this all this also starts because there's an army of five of them. So all five riders yeah. now have to like go after them. Um and Which is gonna be interesting how they do it here forward, but yeah, so like, the entire it, point is, is all fairy tales. That, yeah, they have like multiple characters. It, it's gonna have to, dude. I don't know, man. It's <sighs> we'll see. But they they yeah. have they're trying to create a stronger thing for Caliber. They're trying to get something that yeah. rivals King Arthur essentially, and they find out by that using they, that book thingy, the the hand that's the, this whole time. Every time yeah, they do one of their plots, book this hand thing. has kept writing in that book. Yeah. Um, so just just think that that's constantly going on. They're trying to recreate the like original Wonder Book, whatever it was called, that all these pages the are from. Of, yeah. Um, so that's what this hand is doing, and it's creating you know other things, Wonder Ride books, and that's I'm sure that's how they got most of their stuff. Um, and the idea is that if they siphon off the power of essentially all the the books that we've seen so far, the main ones anyway, like the ones that they used to henchin and things like that, that they can create this uber powerful like King Arthur rival kind of thing. Right. So that's the the plot point here. Um, they're using the, the five ducks to take their Wonder Ride books, and so they can create this extra exactly. book. Um, yeah. And Caliber is being Caliber. Uh, <laughs> you kind of Caliber is just Caliber, man. Yeah, so he's doing. You know, they're fighting, and Caliber is becoming like a mainstay in the episodes now. Like he's more of the issue than he was before. Kind of just popping in. Like he's most of the episodes nowadays. Still present. Yeah, he's yeah. more present. Yeah. Um, and you know, he's doing his his Jakku dragon slashes, dark slashes, and he's just like eating the anything that they throw at him. Um, and I believe yeah. this is the episode where he gets Journey to the West, J to the West. For Toma, say it's called. Um, hold on, it's called J Two West. Something say like you, that. say you journey. Say you say journey. journey. There you go. Say you journey. It's journey to the west. It's the Monkey King. Sayu. I'm sorry. Sayu journey. Sayu yeah. journey. It's uh, it's Monkey King. It's Sansan. It's Goku. It's yeah. Whatever iteration you want to call it, it's the Monkey King. It's journey to the west. Um, it says the ad- I wrote the adventures of a certain monkey and the wondrous journey he went on. So that's that's. I like this book. Journey to the west. I, I like yeah. this book a lot. Um, I have well, the a form. Yeah, the form. So this is where we get introduced to the his where we learn about wonder combos. Um, so this is the three volume sets that are like specific to a common rider. Um, the, the complete, yeah, the complete, complete one. Form. And this is Toma's. So this is the Flame Dragon. I think it was just called Flame Dragon, right? Um, uh, Crimson Dragon. Crimson Dragon. I'm sorry, Crimson yep, Dragon. Crimson so this is Dragon. his complete red form. Um, and you can see on his left arm there. That's the Say You to the West. And then he's got Storm yeah. Eagle in the middle, which is the one he got from Disaster when Kenzon defeated him. And then he's got his dragon. Um, I really, really like these forms. Really do. Um, Did you get the um, the the rabbit rabbit vibe? Yes, kind of. Yes. I, yeah. um, I know what you're saying with that, sort of. But I also because they were so disjointed for me from the beginning, I like this. This this feels more of like a writer to me. Like I don't rider. dislike it. I just can't like I don't immediately distinguish it from Rabbit Rabbit. Yeah. That's so fair. <laughs> but it, it's still dope. It's still yeah. dope. 
Um, and then in this one, so with, with Seiyu to the West, the whole thing is he can do the power pole, like on his forearm. It's the power pole. He can poke people with it. That's, that's, it's pretty that's cool. That's dope, man. It's pretty cool. And then he rides on Nimbus. He can ride Nimbus, <laughs> too. Um, which seems to the power pole thing seems to be exclusive to the Crimson Dragon form because he only used it when he was yeah. in Crimson Dragon, but otherwise he can use Nimbus and kind of fly around and do whatever, do some Son Goku stuff. Um, I dig it. Yeah, it it's it's dope. pretty cool, and I believe because we were already introduced to Rintaros at this point, I just don't remember what it was called. Um, so this is Rintaros. If anyone's following us on the yeah, I don't the Discord. I don't know. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but this is his three-volume set. It's Pegasus, uh, Lion Senki, and Peter Fantasia. Peter Fantasia. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and, yeah, so that's Crimson Dragon. You know, it's he does his final attack, which is this big... Uh, we're going to... This is where I kind of want to get into where my issues are with these forms. Um, okay. So it's he does this big kind of, like, blasty blast fire boom, whatever, slash. Um, all kinds of, like, fire and stuff flying at him and... It's kind of cool because Caliber, like, you find out he can't, he can only oh. absorb so many attacks. So they find out the yeah, because they all attacks. they all basically turns kicking his ass. So yeah, they, like... they all just go nuts on him. So he's absorbed like three final attacks at this point, and he's like, "Oh, I can't do anymore." So he grabs one of the ducks and throws him in front. He's <laughs> like, "Hey, thanks." <laughs> yeah, I can't do anymore. And then he literally just ducks behind it, and the the duck explodes. Um, it's pretty funny. The my thing with this is. We don't have rider kicks. We do, but we don't. Spada tends to focus on his kick. He's really the only one, and his kick is literally just decades kick, so I think it's garbage. Uh, I get it. Yeah. So, like, my thing is, like, they all seem to have a kick, and it seems to be, like, a two-volume thing. When they have two volumes, they'll do the kicks. That seems to be the finisher. The one volume is typically just whatever slash. Slash. um, Or whatever, you know, ability. When they do the three-volume... Um, Rintaro gets this kind of cool like bubble prison almost like Zabuza Naruto he gets like a bubble prison and then he just kind of does like a blast of water it's fine um, yeah I, I I need some rider kicks it's, very, it's nothing un, it's nothing breaking the, it's nothing the ex- unique it's in my opinion yeah um, it's kind of just like bigger CG ear <laughs> slashes Seems to be yeah. the, the typical thing. Um, like when Espada does his kick, he he does like a teleport through them, almost like Fies, where he'll teleport through them, and then it does like the book pages, almost like Decade. It's it's a weird combination of the two. It's fine. I don't know. I like both of those, so it's fine. I, I like it, man. But it's, it's fine. Not, I just I want more. Amazing, I, it's common rider. Amazing. I need kicks. Yeah. I get it. You're yeah. trying to be different. Like you got to make every rider feel the same. But like, give me a legitimate kick, even if you don't use it that often. Give me a real like signature rider kick. That's all. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Power up. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah, that's, that's certainly possible. We got forms for days, clearly. So. Does because does this feel like an official power up, or is it just like this feels like the true f- base form? Is what this feels like to me. It's like a super. It's like a super form, right? Yeah, like it's kind of like um, I don't want to say token boost because that was probably more of a base. No, but... I think I think that's right. No, I think it's okay, exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, because token token boost is just a base form for his power ups. Yeah. So I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, um, cause I don't feel like this is powerful enough. Yeah. I don't feel like this is that special, but at the yeah. same time, I don't know. But to be fair also, I think if this is how Kamen Rider Saber debuted, I would hate it. 
Like if this was the first form I saw of Comic yeah, Saber, yeah, I would probably be like, "What? This is so busy. What is happening?" <laughs> what like if, if they just went the... straight out the gate with the O's thing, where <clears throat> where he just had like a complete combo, I'd be like, yeah. "Ooh." Okay. But that's kind of what this feels like. Like the whole idea yeah. should be to mix and match. Yeah, that definitely but... is what it is. So it's definitely like a more of an O's thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is I I would equate this to a combo because it even acts the same. Like it it takes a huge toll in their body and things like that. So, um. Yeah, that's that's Crimson Dragon, and that's pretty much the main you know hook of this episode. And you, you, they're trying to just absorb the power so that uh, Caliber can get a power up, <laughs> which takes us to episode ten, um, which might be my favorite episode so far. It's definitely the busiest with plot. Yes, it has that might be why. <laughs> like it's it's it starts off so unexpectedly slow. Yep. Like, I guess because of that beginning, they wound up that punch. Maybe that's what made that impact. Maybe. Much more. Um, but at the yeah. either it's either the end of the ninth episode or the beginning of the tenth. We're introduced to this lady, who just kind of wanders into the sort of logos base. Um, it's the beginning of the tenth, so she just opens the door. Yeah, just she just opens in. the door, and May is there, and she screams because she's May, which is obnoxious. She's still yeah. awful. I'm glad she's losing screen time. Um, yeah. But she has to. Because she God has to. I, I could not do that for 50 episodes. <laughs> um, you find out that this lady that we're introduced to is a member of the Southern base. Yeah. And you just, so, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> they, drop, they drop that one like it's no big deal. Yeah. yeah they were just like, oh, yeah, the leader of the Southern base. That's what I was talking about I mean, earlier. Yeah, and it's like, have, oh, yeah, yeah, no, totally. You know how you know how we've been struggling, you know, with just the riders we have here? Imagine if we had fucking reinforcements. Yeah, imagine if you got five other riders that came out of nowhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> caliber wouldn't be an issue. Why is this? A, what? <laughs> it hurt. It hurt. And, yeah. and now I'm just going to suck it down because I'm trying to like Saber. Yeah. And it kind doing of. everything in its power to, to make me not. <laughs> it kind of felt like almost if, you know, not to keep equating it to build and all that kind of stuff, but it kind of felt like if. That I feel like that'll go into where our second arc when they started fighting the other territory. Um, it kind of feels like where that's going to go, where the southern oh, base is going to be the main so focus for the next arc. Um, well, but okay. okay, whether they fight them but, or not, that, you know what I mean. Like that seems to be the either they're going to go to the southern base or that's going to be the focus for the next arc once we're done with this caliber thing. Because the next episode seems to be leading into the final little chunk of whatever we're doing with caliber here. Um, right. Well, until he either uh, disappears or joins the team, six rangers it, whatever. Um, I don't think he will. I don't think he's going to six ranger it. I think what what's going to have to happen with him is uh he's going to go final baddie. Um, but we're going to get like a we'll see because we'll get into theories in a second. Yeah, but I think he's. Yeah, uh, anyway. uh, but yeah, so there's the they just dropped this bombshell that there's a southern base with other riders that are also fighting apparently. So that makes me think there yeah. might be another group like Caliber's group. Because I mean, they did say I think they said five riders in the beginning. It makes tree. sense. It, they basically <laughs> split the sort of logos in half when everyone. Um, you know, when the, the wonder book was destroyed and all these, yeah. these other forms were created. Um, so, I mean, they certainly could just be fighting the other riders down there and that's why they can't come help. But it has to be something, something that's like beefy, either monumental <laughs> or just yeah, ridiculously. So I have a feeling, I don't know. I kind of got this vibe that she's going to be kind of, she might be the reason why caliber betrayed everyone. The Southern base may be the reason why caliber betrayed people. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting. 
Yeah, and we can get I mean, into that once we're done with the episode. But she she isn't yeah, she doesn't uh she doesn't immediately give off good guy vibes. So. No. Okay. She's just kinda of there. And yeah. I also honestly thought it was Kento's mom for a second. <laughs> really? Yeah, uh, so I just cause she just showed up, right? Was they're talking about like caliber yeah. being the dad and everything, and then they just like hard cut yeah. to this lady and I was like, Is that the mom? Who who is this? Um Right. So she wants to talk to Kento and she gives Kento his third and final piece, which is I um, like this book. I like this book a lot. I do too. Tricerbus. Yeah. Yes. Tricerberus. Um sick. I don't know what it does, it's, but it's sick. <laughs> it hasn't done much. Uh so the what are the <laughs> I remember, oh, we I should also mention um, at the end of the last one of the episode, qu- one of the quackers survived. One of the quackers yeah. survived, and also um, Caliber was able to steal a couple of the Wonder Ride books from. Yes, that um, that was the whole objective of the quackers. Yes. <laughs> so he did. He they was got, able to steal. It wasn't their like main henshin ones, but he was able to steal a couple yeah. for their uh, full like Wonder forms, their Wonder combos. So I believe so he stole the he Hedgehog, could, and then he also stole um, Pegasus. So yeah. So that he could boost his uh, little Juju book. Yeah, his little okay. Juau book. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I wrote a note because I wrote the line, Holy Quackers. Holy Quackers. And that's because that's what that thing says when he opens the blank book that he was given to, to create one of those uh, pockets. Yeah. <laughs> so he opens the book and he says, Holy Quackers. Holy and quackers. I had to take a second. I paused it. I had to take a second. <laughs> and then I had to keep going. Yep. But, so yeah, so the, anyway. the duck guy gets this this blank book, and when he opens it, he actually um in <clears throat> when they introduce the other four versions of this duck, um they all yeah. had like a piece of armor, almost like all dragon um that we talked about mm-hmm. before, and yeah, this they were one, into different representation of it. Yeah, like one has claws, one has wings, one has this big head crest, all this kind of stuff, and then this final quacker gets all the armor, and it's kind of cool looking, yeah. honestly. Once it gets it, it's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. So he becomes an issue. Um, and I wrote, he digivolved. He, he literally <laughs> digivolved. Yeah. He, he digivolved by combining Digi-armor all energized, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I guess I wrote a little stupid joke. I guess he got all his ducks in a row, and I said, "So clever." But anyway, Slash though, Slash makes his second Slash uh, comes back rider appearance, being awesome. <laughs> Suzune is such a cool name, bro. It is such a cool the name. sword of echoes. Slash yes. is just a cool rider, man. <laughs> Oh. I'm, I'm opposed to the to the concept anymore. I'm, I'm on board. I'm He's all dope. for it. That's <laughs> I, that's the first time as, in a while where it's like, do I want to drop too much money on a toy? Do I want to do that? <laughs> as dope as Buster was from his initial introduction to mm-hmm. now, all that momentum is exactly the same energy that he had in just one episode. Yep. <laughs> it was crazy. It's awesome, and they're they're like awesome for totally different reasons. But it's ma- yeah. it mainly comes down to that they have so much personality, yeah. Whether they're in rider it's, form or not, like they just have so much personality. And slash more so that it's because he doesn't have any personality when he's not in his rider form. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's that kind of thing. It's cool. So, um, so all of them start fighting. Uh, they start to yeah. use their wonder combo <clears throat> attacks on Caliber. Oh, they also attacks. figure out that you know they they have the theory that kind of like when Goku fights a uh, Yakon that he can only absorb so much. Um, yeah. And so hey, that, why don't we all just bop him? Yeah, and repeatedly let's just bop, bop him, him really hard, really <laughs> fast. He can only absorb so much. Um, so that's kind I of have a bop, you with. have a bop. Yeah, you have bop, I have bop, we all have bop. So they kind of just so, round robin through a bunch of finishers, hoping yeah, that he'll just exactly. absorb too much. <laughs> which is a dope sequence, which was a dope sequence. Because, yeah. you know, it, it just, again, the visuals in the show 
are one of the saving graces because again i'm trying to to equal out the fallacies here <laughs> that everything that's wrong with the show it, it it's more than okay if you just kind of forgive it and then they they come with these visuals the visuals yeah, alone it's make this show so dope so far there hasn't been anything that's been like offensive truly to offensive the point. yeah, yeah tr- no, to the point where yet. i'm like no the show sucks get out of here <laughs> yeah. no 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 it's it's really just like okay okay fine yeah fine. <laughs> like okay and you know again i don't know how much of this is poor writing because we do have he's ghost right ghost writer um yeah which he seems to be doing much better with this one in general i don't know if he's doing a majority of the writing don't jinx him don't jinx him i'm just saying <laughs> in general i'm enjoying this so far i mean we're also 10 episodes in and i think 10 More. episodes in Ghost, yeah. we were still in, like, the Spectre debacle and all that kind of stuff, so. Yeah. That was... It got old quick. Yeah, that it was the better old. part of that, anyway. Um, Necron and Spectre. And then once that's ended, it was just over. Um, Although, uh, Takaru, what does he have the record for the most deaths of an MC? Yeah, <laughs> like, he's on, like, 42, four. something like that. <laughs> yeah, like something. Yeah, he, he drops anyway. dead, like, every episode. So, we actually see Espada use the Tri-Cerberus book. Mm-hmm. I wrote the, the jingle, it says... There once was a fearsome watchdog with three heads who guarded the entrance to the underworld. Yeah. Golden Alangila form. Alangiana. Oh, that's what that's what Alangina. it's called. Yeah, uh, Golden Alangina. Alangina. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the complete Wonder Ride combo. Um ironically, I was playing Hades this morning. I don't know if you've seen anything about this game. I've heard and seen, but never played. So it's or uh, it's seen a, anything about it. Like roguelike yeah it's a roguelike game or roguelite i should say there's a very weird distinction between them um, but essentially it's one of those like procedurally generated it's different every time you go in every time you die you got to go like back through the the tunnels kind of thing like binding with isaac or um uh rogue knight uh, if you ever played rogue knight that kind of thing i played yeah okay um where it's like you know the level's different every time you go in there and you pick different doors and right. go different routes to go forward um you actually right. have cerberus in there and i wasn't expecting it like this is before i watched the episode today Cerberus, because you're the son of Hades, you play as the son of Hades, and Cerberus. Oh, is just, so you're not Hades. No, you're, you're not you're... Hades. You're trying to escape oh. Hades in the underworld. So it's kind of like fighting God through Tartarus, Tartarus to get to the Mount Olympus because you find out. Um, this is super early in the game, so I'm not worried about spoilers too much. This is the first like two hours I only played it. Um, you okay. find out that your mother is Persephone, and oh. she escaped through Tartarus. So you're trying to get through two, even though you thought Nyx was your your mother the whole time, and you're definitely the yeah, son of Hades. Um, Persephone, yeah. So you find out Persephone escaped through Tartarus, so you're trying to follow suit and get up to the Mount Olympus, and all the gods intervene, and that's how you get your buffs and new powers and stuff like that, because the gods are blessing you. It's pretty cool. It's really cool, and the art style is amazing, and there's very few things that I see in, like, mythology interpretations where I'm like, that's now how I picture the gods. (laughs) This one has so, such cool art. Like, when you look at, like, in my brain now, that's just how I picture Hades. That's how I picture Poseidon. Like, it's just let's these look, characters now. Let, let's finish this stuff from that. <laughs> we'll, we'll go down that hole. But, yes. Yeah, anyway, yeah. my point was Cerebus is in there, and it's super cool in that game, too. And I was just already on a Cerebus thing. And then DMC5 just yeah. came out. There's Cerebus in there. So it's a very common common thing that I'm a fan yeah. of lately. Seems to be a recurring thing. Yeah, it's almost like he's badass being the guard of hell. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't. It, and, and then the, the full form. The, his his uh, golden form. It looks so dope to me. Like it it's, looks it's so more, good. It's so it's more angelic, more symmetrical than than his counterparts. But dude, like it's so dope to look right. at. The helmet itself turns into like this halo-y. Uh, it completes the full circle. Yeah. 
so dope. And it's That's got the, the hedgehog, hedgehog points coming out of it and stuff. And yeah, it's yeah, it's really cool. Um, this is I think the one. It's hard for me between this one and um the Lion Senki, which one I like better. But those two jive the best, definitely. Yeah, I, I dig it a lot. Yeah, and then and I couldn't really I tell can't... like what the stuff was doing because it kind of just felt like there was a bunch of electricity and CG like covering the screen once he turned into this. So I couldn't really yeah. tell what was happening, but it was cool. <laughs> so and I think we're only gonna see these from these three because yes. the other ones only, they only have, have one slot. One slot, and yeah. it, and it seems to be on their weapons. So mm-hmm. while we might, what 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 I was worried about was you know how dry is this gonna run after we get to Kenzon alone? But then you know I realized that they're they're probably just gonna get like attacks mm-hmm. and like because kenzon gets like a sheet right um yeah he gets a so i have a picture here um kenzon when he uses three little pigs gets a like thing on his arm it's a little shield on his arm yeah like an attachment yeah so yeah. like they might they might draw like weapons and attachments yeah. but not, and that shield does change depending on which version of the pigs that he's using straw um wood or brick which is kind of a nice little touch um, and then Slash just, has like a boom box and a bunch of like it looks almost like a sound waves like coming down his arm and stuff. Yeah. So. Just speaking as a fan, you, you this cannot last fifty episodes. They, no. they need something. No, yeah. So I think if anything, the up if like Kenzon and Slash and them get upgrades, I think they're just gonna get normal belts, honestly. Um that way That's they can awesome. do even if it's cause even Jaku has like a one slot belt, you know what I mean? Um or just like a whole new belt. Maybe yeah, introduce just like belt. two slot belt, whatever. I mean, Daishinji clearly is like the dude for this stuff. Like he's he's gonna be making this stuff, so I'm sure he's gonna create. Well, he something. does say he does say with the power of the King Arthur ride book, he can create new ride books. books. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm sure that'll lead to something. That'll um, yeah, exactly. That'll he's <clears throat> well, <clears throat> uh, head cannon. So Daishinji's gonna go link up with Aruto, create a whole boom. Right. <laughs> you think that's what it's gonna be? No, but just let's just amuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we still haven't seen other than having heat and tech intelligence or whatever in the beginning of the yeah. episodes. We haven't seen how these tie together when they do take place in the same universe. So it'll be in the movie. It'll definitely be, be in the, the movie. movie. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no other place for it to actually happen unless they actually integrate. I was just yeah, I was expecting like a phone to say like heat on intelligence or something. Oh, you, you know, mean literally like a small little like thing at first? Yeah. yeah. Maybe after the movie. Maybe. Probably. Um, but yeah. So essentially they have this really cool team up with the three wonder combos and uh they beat Caliber. Yeah. But Caliber is also able to finish his Juo Dragon Wonder Ride book. Oh ja- Dragon. Jowl, whatever. Yeah. Um which yeah, is this dude. big scary form I have on the screen it's here if you're like following along. That thing, that book He turns he turns from scary to scarier. Yeah. And I mean, you get the you get the vibes of uh, Grand Cross Dragon, Rogue. <laughs> yeah, Rogue and Cross Dragon and all that, and it's just uh, yeah. sexy. I it's like it. Super cool. I don't know if you can find like a, a screen grab real quick if you can grab one, but um, this the, I like I have the scan and then I have like a teaser image that was from City Wars, I think. Um, but gotcha. he's super cool looking. I do like this one a lot, um, and clearly it's going to be a problem for at least a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely too early for it to be a final form. Yeah. Um, but he definitely is probably going to be a big issue for the next arc. Yeah. And also in episode 10, we find out why they were hiding the face of Caliber. 
Um, yeah. So, so this is a big plot point. Um, you find out that the reason they hid Calibre's face when they were in Avalon was because it's not actually Kento's father. You find out it's actually the former Common Rider Saber who had saved yes. Toma 15 years ago, which is a huge Kamijo, plot point. Kamijo Daichi. Daichi, yeah. And yeah, it's that's that's a big that's a big thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like literally, they're the whole time they've been thinking it's not it's it's nobody else like it's it could only have been kento's dad yep so like nah actually it's the dude that you thought was dead actually nah not dead totally not dead. and he yeah. this is also why i think the southern base is going to play a more pivotal point i just opened this up why did i do that um a more pivotal the southern base i should say is going to play a more pivotal role in the second arc as you know I, quote unquote second arc um I think that's going to be a part of the reason why um, he has betrayed the Sword of Logos. So this is the Jowl Dragon. Jowl Dragon. Yeah. So um, look at that freaking monster. Monster and a half. <laughs> While you have that up, can you try and grab a better screenshot of his form from the preview? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's this monster thing. And this is very similar to what Toma was given in Avalon. It's this big monstrous book that clearly is like several volumes. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be like a one volume for three kind of thing. Like you only fit one in the belt. Um, yeah. I mean, it looks massive, bro. So it has to be broken up. Yeah. So this, this is very clearly going to be the form that spurs Toma to get his first upgrade. Um, and whatever his end up being, um, jowl flame dragon, whatever, super flame dragon, dragon knight, king, yeah. whatever, <laughs> king dragon knight. I don't know. Um, Ryuki. maybe knight. he'll just turn into Ryuki. I don't know. It, that yeah. would actually be pretty funny. <laughs> Here, I found a... It's not a full body, but... It's, so. um, yeah, it's... There's certain... Ooh, there it is. Yeah, that's intimidating. I like it. It's very Dark Raiden-y to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see that too. Yeah. But um, he's definitely... like, we take the original one and give it more spikes <laughs> and angry. It's like, it's like if uh, Super Shredder henchined. Yes, it's literally Super Shredder, <laughs> Common Rider Super Shredder. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. So I'm excited so, to see what this thing can do, honestly. So real quick, yeah. um, you, you want to go down a rabbit hole? Yes, let's. All right, that's pretty much. So that's pretty much how the episodes end. We end with this, you know. Yeah, because so that's what I was rabbit. about to lead into. So the the episode ends with you know Toma demanding to know what he, what the childhood memory was, mm-hmm. um, and finally remembering Kento. Yep. And that's where we leave the plot. Then we kick back to my favorite pain castle. Okay. Now his last line is, I have somebody I have to meet. Do you remember that? No. Who says that? All right. Tassel. Tassel. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. And then the screen gets dark. Yeah. So let me see if I can put that, that screenshot. Yes. But... So our, our, you know, legendary... Uh, Gundam fight all set ready go announcer who's just been farting around doing whatever and is clearly like a DJ Cigar kind of omnipotent narrator um, says he has someone to meet and I have a feeling that's going to also lead to Toma's super form yeah um, I mean yeah. Either, either we have the makings of because this whole time Tassel is in the the wonder world yeah. right Yep, at least that's, that yep. would just make the most sense. Yeah. So 
given who he is and everything we've seen him do, he has to be some kind of uber powerful entity, something like that, yeah. like a DJ Sagara, like mm-hmm. like like we've been kind of theorizing. Yeah. So when he gets involved, like he says he's going to, I'm trying to wait for the for the moment so I could uh, uh send the screen, yeah. but you you get this whole different feel mm-hmm. from just that line that he says. So whatever's gonna happen is gonna either one involve him being like that intrusive thing where he's just like uh like casual about it yeah. or he's gonna become the ba- the big baddie theory now this is the long shot i don't think it's gonna happen but this is you know for for discussion's sake okay. what if he's kento's father and something happened in the wonder world to turn him into tassel kento's dad though like i mean he's got the long hair they got a similar look to him similar build and everything it could get he could have just got weird because got thrown into the wonder world yeah okay explore that what then so i i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah they they have similar long hair and look to him and it would just be interesting to see if like that's what happens when a human is thrust into the power of the super book (laughs) what if okay so tassel all right, what if Tassel is the book? You know what I mean? How these MacGuffins tend to become a character. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe Tassel, yeah, maybe Tassel is the Wonder Book. Just a theory. Interesting. Okay. That'd be cool. That'd be cool, like a personification of the Wonder Book. That's what I'm thinking. Interesting. At least. I'm going to rock with that for a while. I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah, I definitely don't think he's Kento's father. I just think that would be a, a goofy little thing. I mean, that would be amazing. Yeah. I would, I would, that would be even better than him being a Wonder God book. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I definitely see something happening with, with the next uh, the next 10 episodes. I think we're going to, we're going to, obviously, we're going to see the first power up for true power up for brave we'll see either cal either one of the megidos or caliber himself be taken out of the equation until the final act yes i think yeah this is gonna we're gonna kind of see like what happened with bloodstock and again build um i think it's it just seems to follow similar story beats that's why i keep comparing it so much to it um, maybe because the writer was like oh so that's how it's done okay, yeah I got oh, it. yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah story okay we'll just follow that progression so it so, feels like so that <laughs> yeah, it just feels like um it it just feels like that's the next progression because we're kind of like I said, we're getting to, it seems to be like the end of the like opening caliber arc because he's getting this final form, this big bad super shredder looking thing. So he's either going to be defeated or, you know, they're going to seal him away for a little bit or he's going to be um, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, he, they're going to the dark sword is going to go flying into the nether until later kind of thing and then we're going to have to deal with the second secondary base, the south base. And whether that's, you know, again, I think that just because it seems to be a little tropey, um, I think we're going to go into like, hey, they're good, but they don't see eye to eye. So we're going to have to deal with them a little bit. Kind of like what they did with, uh, you know, before What's-His-Face joined the team in build and everything. Um, they're going to kind of have to deal with Gundam. You have a very G-Gundam idea going on here. Well, I mean, yeah, it's... I dig it, though. I, I, I dig that's it. That's my life, so... <laughs> anyway, um, but you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like similar kind of progression and story and beats and where they're going so i think I that's kind of that, how we're gonna do it yeah we're gonna have to take a whole left turn because we're grinding through this plot very quickly yeah. um 
so yeah, the left turn is coming, and it's got to be something as drastic at that yeah. as that, if not more, because these these characters have already come so far, and their powers are scaling at such a crazy rate. Yeah, like like we said, a lot has happened in a very short amount of time, and like, see, that could be COVID. That nerf. could be just hey, let's just cut out the yeah. fluff and go nuts. <laughs> Do you think maybe it'll be a short season? I don't see why, but. Um, I mean, why? I don't think it'll be any shorter than on? zero one. Honestly, I think we're so looking at like five forty six. I actually, I actually haven't looked into the ratings or anything like that. I don't know how it's doing. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I, I don't figure... think that really matters as much anymore when it comes to like time length kind of thing. Like, I think they just need to have it last until August or September, whether it does well or not. Like I don't, it's common writer. I, mean, I don't had, think they're just gonna like cancel common writer. You know what I mean? If like, ghost, if ghost made it exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's right. been much worse series that have lasted all fifty something episodes. So that's just well, it's just bananas to me that you know they're managing to do this level of a show. Given maybe that's why the heavy visuals are the way they are because. I I 100%. I mean, obviously, you know, being the story that it is, it attributes to that. But I think COVID had a lot to do with how much CG is in the show because they could just they probably just can't have that many people gather in certain places for a certain amount of time, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, but I I don't think that. I want to say, depending on how well this show does. That style is going to have to stick because that intensity because covid's not going anywhere <laughs> no no <laughs> buckle up but what buckle i really up, mean is like what i really mean is like because from when we saw the fight sequences in zero one yeah and as exceptional as those were yeah these have taken that level and then went and and again it does it it is that way due to the kind of story it is but given that you now can that you now have seen that they're capable of filming dynamic fight sequences, mm-hmm. it's possible to do it with practicals too, with better camera tricks. So that's what I think this is going to do. Yeah. Like they're going to focus more on their filming style rather than changing too much of their substance. Yeah, and that's. I mean, when you think fine. about it, how much more? Yeah, like of in the in the suit in the suit design department. Um, Showa to say to now, you know, Rewa, mm-hmm. the between, let's say, Zio and now, um, uh, let's say that the base for Zero One, mm-hmm. you know, you can tell they're they're slendering the designs more, a sleeker style of better movement, um. So I, yeah. I'm just saying, like that's. I think that that's going to be the pro, the pattern that's going to follow for for Rewa is the designs are going to be. I mean, other than the super shredder suit, but yeah, you know, I don't, yeah. I, I was mean, gonna say I don't. I don't know if practical would be the word I'd use, but I see what you're saying. Like they're more segmented yeah. for better movement and things like that. Right, segmented. Like yeah. they're still going to look incredibly bulky, but yeah, it looks like, like obviously all of the wonder forms thing. just have all kinds of crap all over them. <laughs> Not like it's almost as as much as like magma. Yeah. Like uh, I, I kind of see like the same the same encumbrance as that. Yeah. How much? I don't think that they weigh that much suits actually. That the, the suits. I have a feeling much. most of those are probably like super hollow on the inside, and if they poke them the wrong way with those foam weapons, they're just gonna like <laughs> like paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's like probably they have probably. to. I mean, I know the Garo armor weighs like 120 pounds or something ridiculous like that, but like right, but. 
they got a a lot of these are kind of flopping around too so i'm sure it's just like foam rubber for the most part with like a coating on it did you all right would you consider the difference between garo and and common rider like like a full like when you think of a, a medieval armor like the full knight in armor mm-hmm. versus like the chainmail dude <laughs> like that's that's what i picture like the garo armor is the full knight with the plate armor and the section with the closed helmet yeah Common Rider is like the dude in the chainmail. <laughs> Not even the chainmail. It's kind of like Common Rider is the dude with like the leather, like asymmetrical patches from like an anime, and it really doesn't actually make sense <laughs> as like armor. So Garo just like takes the swords like they're nothing at the kick, so that he just like slashes one in half, and then it's game over. That's it. Yeah, I'm not biased <laughs> at all. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> it, it just depends on the common rider. <laughs> no one can survive Kuga's 14 block nuclear kick. <laughs> you know, and and in a point, have you played the the game yet? The new game, the, the memory. memory heroes. No, I haven't. Yeah, no. Okay, because no. I, I want to I want to know how that's what that's like because I haven't seen anything about it. I've heard from the Facebook groups and stuff and people that post stuff up. They've enjoyed it, but I think common rider fans are just kind of all for any kind of game because. Climax Scramble is really well received too, and that game's terrible in my opinion. So, Climax Scramble is that the fighting one? Yeah, that was the fighting one that came out with when Zio was out. So, oh god, yeah. Um, it's I don't know. Like I, Memory of Heroes looks like a really cool game, but it also at the same time looks like a Muzao game with a story. That's what it looks like <laughs> to me. Um, yeah, but you like those anyway. I so. like those anyway. I do. I do. Um, I just. I, it seems like a weird hybrid, so I'd want them to like either steer into it or not, kind of thing. And this kind of seems like a weird in between. So we'll see. I don't know. I haven't actually played it, but I I do plan on picking it up and probably playing it on the channel here. So Let's see if I can put this in the Discord. Somebody had I down like well, I found a uh, a creditless uh, roll credit for the openings i'm sorry yeah uh, creditless openings for a bunch of the shows for every show up until geo from kuga oh interesting like clean so, clean openings kind of thing clean yeah, yeah. clean openings uh, cool. yeah let me pop in see if, see if it works but uh who would we go for here yeah i choose you <laughs> nope my files are too powerful too powerful. Right. <laughs> anyway, I have them if you want them later. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, what are your, what do you think we're gonna see next in terms of Common Rider Saber? Like, where do you think it's gonna go? Well, I do. I want to keep my theory that what well, eventually we're gonna see the reason why that that uh, caliber betrays them is because. Something so crazy happened in the 15 years ago that only by rewriting history can it be undone. Or at least that's what he believes. Yep. And and it's got to probably have to do with Kento's dad. Mm-hmm. Because why else would he be caliber himself? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That Overall, makes sense. How we're going to get from A to A Zeta, I don't know. I mean, obviously... <laughs> um kento's dad was caliber at one point and probably during the 15 year ago thing but i'm gonna assume yeah. he dies because of whatever happened and then um daiji daito took up the Daichi, his, yeah yeah took up the the mantle because he understood the cause that he became caliber for you know that kind right of thing. yeah so what he what he once opposed he's like oh 
Well, okay, I get yeah. it now. Yeah. Eh, that makes a little more sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, world's gonna end. God, do you it, think yeah. we're gonna see? Um, uh, I don't know what her name is. The the Queen Bee Lady of Sword of Logos. Do you think we're gonna see her get a common rider form? Not a form, but I think we're gonna see her die. I, you think? I don't think she. Yeah, I don't think she's very Zordani without the Zordon power. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she really yeah. isn't done anything. Gotcha. She she at the end of this episode she tries to confront Caliber, and it it if it wasn't for Buster she would have gotten either cleaved in half or <laughs> then we would have seen her do something. But yeah. I I don't get those vibes. So either she's gonna serve some kind of purpose where she dies and then May takes over as whatever interesting she's to be. okay like pass on this wrong um, power kind of thing yeah because what she was so welcoming to everybody who just yeah. fucking shows up so it's like yeah it's like it's wait like, wait why are you in my house oh okay it's in my oh. super secret logo space nobody's supposed to know oh hey cookies yeah. sure yeah i'll take the whole box come or on like, and have a seat i like how she wasn't <laughs> mad at all that they used the forbidden book that no one was supposed to read <laughs> i was like are we just are we just ignoring that are we okay like i i wanted her to have the reverence of a fire keeper but yeah just see her as that librarian lady who's just like weirded out that she has a job that's like (laughs) why am i here (laughs) this is my job this is what i do yeah it's just i don't i don't know what to expect from her because like you said she hasn't really done anything other than no. be like, oh, go swordsman, go. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're people and I'm just here all the yeah. time. It's like, it's just like, crisp high fives whenever they walk through the door. That's all she's there for. So, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, hey, guys, good job, team. So, yeah, so I really don't know where they're going to go with it. But I do know that it's either going to be some kind of world-ending catastrophe yeah. or or to bring his dad back from light to from death or some shit like that you know what i mean yeah it's either gonna be that big or that fucking small yeah <laughs> that's fair yeah i don't know i'm it's interesting i am i am interested to see where it goes like you said i'm i'm more into the show than i thought i was gonna be um it's it's been a great surprise like yeah uh, it's been entertaining I, if nothing else so like you can't talk yeah. about that having the positive attitude and the more accepting attitude of whatever writing is in there helps a lot and so does booze, but you know. I'm and so does it not being Zio. Honestly, we can just get as far away from Zio as possible. If we could like go back and the delete further, Zio, that'd be great. Further, yeah, we're gonna look yeah. at Zio like that, like uh, like the way we used to look at Forze. Honestly, like <laughs> I, it, because of how bad that show is, I want to watch Forze again. I was like, it, can't, it can't be that bad. <laughs> I saw X Aid and I changed my mind. So yeah, I just I don't want to sit through like screaming for fifty two episodes. I really don't. <laughs> Or like, I really hate the fire form. I really do. It's so bad. Which one is that? Which form? Uh, Forze's fire uh, form. He's got the for- the yeah. fire and the electric like stun baton form. The fire gun. Not, yeah. So yeah, I don't. I really don't like those. I don't like his forms. <laughs> yeah, I really um, don't. Why don't we? Why don't we metal heroes? Metal heroes. I would love for some metal heroes. Let's pick a metal hero. So we'll watch. I mean, we did VR Trooper. That was like diet metal hero. That was yeah. It was like super diet, like watered down after yeah. like it's been out for like. Let's two days. just try and do um. There's the Gavon movie, the the Neo Next Generation Gavon. We could do that. Start with that. Yeah, we'll do that. I want to yeah. do that. Cool. Sounds good to me. Neo Neo Gavon. Yeah, it's like the next Gavon now, Next Generation or something like that. Now I recognize the Gavon, or excuse me, the Space Sheriff franchise mm-hmm. but lore it I'm is on st- youtube as well by the way i'm still a novice so 
would you recommend me just watch the movie or watch the show? I honestly have no idea because I've never seen the show. <laughs> okay, so I just let's, let's... I really love just everything about the Metal Heroes and the way they handshake and things like that. So I honestly have no idea. I think it would be better if we do a cold take on the first ten episodes of Space Sheriff Gavin, the original, like nineteen seventy whatever. Yeah. Okay. Can do that. One of the I do know one of the big things is the original guy and the new guy that they pick for Gavon. They're notorious for doing their own stunts. So even when the dude's like sixty and when he shows up in the Gavon movie, he's doing his own stunts yeah. the whole time. So that's amazing. It's sick. So I'm yeah, I'm okay. really excited. We'll do that. We'll try that. We'll try uh, some Space Sheriff Gavon. Electro puts. Where can I find that? Oh, I found it already. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we'll we'll try and do that. We'll do the, the the ten episodes of that guy, and then maybe do the movie because I really do love the movie. I want to yeah. watch that again. I want an excuse. So I dig it, man. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's that's a good place to stop for today. Yes, yeah. that was a good 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 run. Yeah, good go team, go team. Dude, we we got through five episodes. Like. Five episodes, and then if you're listening to this, you're gonna about to hear a review of Karas. because <laughs> that happened before. So, so you got sh- oh yeah, we buckle saw. up, Buttercup. You got another hour or so. <laughs> so buckle in. Uh, Karas was awesome, Karras and was we we will explain why. Yeah, um, <laughs> and because there there was no outro on that because it was unexpected. Um, I'm Carl. Oh you yeah, can follow me at Kaiju Karu on just about everything. Two R's, two U's. Um, yeah. I am I am Robert. I am at Sick Mirror Tricks and everything else. Yeah. Thanks for watching, guys. I appreciate it. Um, I don't know. I may stick around and stream some Hades because I really love that game. So, yeah. If you, you're welcome to stick around, too, if you would like. But I'm going to take a little break either way. Um, Enjoy yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Deuces, guys. Later, guys. Sure, we do. Actually, I have I have more questions than I ever have about Kata, so I hope you're ready to do some explaining. Hey, welcome to Tokenon, guys. Right, we're going to try, because I have a multitude of questions anymore, because I thought I understood the story, and I do not. I do not. It has been out since what, 2007? Yeah, something like that. 2007. Yes. Very, very tokusats. He's like, he's like if Ultraman was kicked into emo gear. Like I, I, I totally dig the. I mean, the the one thing that we can both agree on about this is that it is beautifully done. It looks amazing. The sound is amazing. I mean, the first, the opening sequence is essentially the show without whatever story they're trying to tell. Because I'm still like, huh? <laughs> I also just now, realized that whole spiel, I was muted, so the people at home couldn't hear me until oh, just so now. They just, hey, hey so guys. So we're coming in, coming in cold. So, All right, Tokyo so, hey, Karis. Tokyo 
Karas, here we go. Uh, <laughs> essentially, we, we, we've been trying to, to, to get a grip on where we wanted to go with this review because it's right out the gate. We're only doing essentially the first half, so to say. Yeah. Um, so this is a, I believe it was six episodes altogether, and they divided it into two movies. Um, so, uh, yeah. So this is this is an anime that is, again, because I was muted. <laughs> um, yeah. It's very much inspired by tokusatsu. Um, and it's kind of, it's, it's made by Tatsunoko, which is the same guys behind a whole bunch of super famous things. Um, like, it, uh, I'm trying to get a list here real quick. It's, I mean, they, it, they, they got they, they got all kinds of stuff. You play Tatsunoko versus Capcom, it's everyone in there. Um, gotcha Man and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, Ipatsuman, they got um, Gotcha Man. Gotcha Man is probably their biggest one and the one people will recognize the most. Battle for the Planets, if you're in the West here. They have, you know they have Tekaman, right? Tekaman too. Yeah, Tekaman and Tekaman Blade. Um, yeah, yeah. There's the two of those. Tekaman Blade's ridiculous. I love it. Um, I've actually never seen it, but I know I know the character. I've just never seen it. Yeah, it's intense. <laughs> um, <laughs> like so it's Karas same. intense or uh, another level there? It's like, imagine Karas with the like plot events of Gundam. Like classic oh. UC Gundam. Um, it gets so it's dark. a military thing. It, oh, cool. it gets dark. Yeah, it's cool. it's cool, cool. space battles. He's basically a mech. He turns into a mech essentially. Um, so okay. yeah, it's so uh, Karas. Uh, um, yeah, so those guys gave us this movie, um, and like we were saying, it starts off intense and it doesn't really let up too much. If you if you kind of like 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 myself, I, I I had an idea of the plot from when i watched it back in 07 now this is you know even then i think i watched the dub so i didn't even really like i'm sure i don't have the actual story at all whatsoever no so that was the issue too so i when i first watched this i had always watched the dub i actually genuinely enjoyed the dub it's a very good dub um and so quite yeah quite good uh cast actually yeah Uh, um it's jay matthew lillard actually plays new a um and Piper Parabo, I'm not familiar with that name. Um, Parabo? Yeah. Parabo, yeah. But yeah, Matthew Lillard plays um, Nui, who is one of our main characters. Um, Nui. Like, Nui. all right. I liked Nui. I just don't... I, again, I haven't seen the revelation to refresh my memory enough. He gets a little better, kind of. He, he does, because you get the vibe. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's a hard implication. Like, they heavily imply that he's, like, the main character until they actually introduce the main character. Yeah. Um, so it's a little confusing at first, but he's, his character's pretty enjoyable. He's a, 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 a good contrast to the actual main character, who's, like, a silent, stoic type. Yeah, he's... um. So Karas is what we were talking about before. So, you know, if you watch the dub, it's very disjointed, I guess, is the word I would use. Um, yeah. It's it's hard to kind of tell what's going on. And I think that's a little bit of a lost in translation kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's if you watch the dub, it's a little clear. I'm not saying it's the most clear thing in the world, but there's differences that filled in some of the gaps that I was confused about. When it comes to that kind of thing. Um, so this movie actually starts off super crazy. And we are literally thrown right into the thick of it. Because um, <laughs> this movie starts off with literally a crazy jet bike. battle. <laughs> a jet, human, jet, human, human jet. Yeah, there's a lot of really crazy CG, quick cuts, things flying around. Um, 
bunch of bullet time slow motion and you just there's these things like that they're literally jets flying around um it's, i don't know if you want to try and so find intense. a picture while i'm talking yeah i'm, walk, I'm looking at finding the clip yeah um, um and they're just you know flying around in the moon and then all of a sudden they turn into a dude and he's flipping in front of the moon and then he turns back into a jet and when i saw this for it, the first time i was like oh my god this is awesome <laughs> yeah i mean legit there's no there's no way that that opening does not leave a, a amazing impression like you're yeah. stoked from the opening yeah the just only thing right out the is, gate you know bad like right into full throttle it's so cool and, and it's also like it's also dope that you get to like the 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 hero or the the implied uh uh good guy in that sequence is yep. getting his ass handed to him and he actually actually ends up losing yeah so or, you're like, like imagine cool. if you jumped into dragon ball like as goku and vegeta are fighting in the mountainside that's kind of what right. this, this is like yeah mid just going at it kind of thing um, <laughs> it's crazy and then like you have no idea what's going on there's jets no. there's slow motion there's a bridge that they fly over at some point um yeah i uploaded the opening so yeah i put it on the discord so that's the opening and it's it's literally just non-stop it's they're they're they start off as like um it's like jets that are firing projectiles at each other and they're just zipping back and forth yep. through the through the um through the sky and then in the mid-air they turn into the the human forms and then they start clashing it's 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 so dope like if, if you watch anything of karas watch the opening and then you can walk away if you if that's where you want to leave it i understand but all the rest of the fight scenes are equally as intense so it's like this is just a, a taste of what you're gonna get yeah. and if you do the- want to watch those clips we've going to graciously compile them for you as we're talking about it in our discord so join our discord with the link below if you're watching in the future times and mind you mp3 (laughs) because this 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 is quite difficult to find the 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 prophecy very very difficult to find the whole thing i had to i had to do a lot of hopping around to to find the complete episodes and (laughs) the only thing i was able to find completely was the revelation yeah so so um anyway uh i think that's kind of what contributed to my choppy understanding of the story so clarify two things for me yeah in the opening we have two karases fighting each other right yep so it's not at the the um the make what is it the megido the mech mechaka uh <laughs> they're essentially mecha yokai i don't remember the exact name for them yeah what, they're essentially whatever the yeah um, uh so he's not one of them he is a karas yeah okay yeah so so yeah <laughs> So, yeah, they're yokai. So all of this is very much based in, like, Shinto, Japanese demon folklore kind of stuff. Um, there's yokai, there's demons, there's all that kind of stuff. Um, and we are introduced to Echo and our first, who is the evil Karas. Um, if you're looking at the Discord, it's, you know, the guy with the big flowy Virgil-style cape thing going on. Um, <laughs> the, the purple eyeliner. <laughs> yeah, he's got, like, a purple sci-fi eye. Um, and then Karas, which is our, our titular character. Um, Karas is a title, by the way. If you get confused, yes. don't don't worry. Karas um, is <laughs> so there's there's yeah. multiple Karases. Um, Karas means crow in Japanese. If anyone doesn't know, um, Karasai, Karasi, Karasis, Karasis. So it's uh, yeah, it's this battle going between a Karas and Echo, who is our our main villain. Um, who is you find out. Later, do you? I, I'm pretty sure you find out in this one that he used to be a Karas 
like the Karas for the town. The yeah, city. yeah. I mean, Yurine. Oh, uh, there's a bunch of character names that we're gonna throw at you guys. Yeah. Um, so well, the we'll main characters. Second, so if you're confused on characters, we'll go through it. But yeah. Um. So okay. Uh. So Echo is fighting. I think he pretty much remains nameless. That first dude. Yeah. Um, it's whoever he's he fighting the current Karas. That you right. have a battle between the previous Karas and Kara, the current one. Right. So since it's a title, it's actually given to. I, I'm assuming anybody because when when we introduce to the to the main guy, he's dying, yeah. <laughs> and then when he actually dies, he gets brought to the the next dimension, the in between. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's some things they don't really explain in this one, kind of At like all. that. Um, <laughs> so I'm for the ease of our listeners and things, I may give some things that are actually in the revelation. Just yeah, because that's it'll be... I mean, I think it's fair because they don't explain much. In, they in don't the explain prophecy. much at all. So yeah. you find out eventually that urinates are essentially the, the will of the city. They're a collection of energy through the city, you know, through Mother Earth kind of thing, Gaia Earth. And it's a oh. collection of a city that is made to create a Karas to protect it. So right. essentially it's, you know, here's, here's I'm going to be the one who gives you your power. I'm I'm the angel to your god of destruction sort of thing is the easiest she's, way to She's the Zordon, right? Yes, like she's, she's the Zordon. Zordon. But there isn't a team of Karas's. Each, I mean, there is, but it's not an actual team. Each city has their own Karas, you find out later. Right. Um, so the current Urine is the, the name of this god city creature. Urine um, chooses the Karas. They become the protector. Um, in this case, you know, the current Karas is killed in this first battle. Um, right. the, the nameless Karas is is killed. And we hard cut after Echo goes, ha, 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 I'm evil, look at me. <laughs> Pretty um, much like now my plan is in full motion. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so, you know, Echo says, you know, the city will be mine. You know, we'll bring it back to before humans desecrated this whole world sort of thing. Because um, he's, he's bitter about... He's, he's pretty bitter about just yeah. the way the world has turned out. Uh, that's and that's essentially his, you know, he's going to bring it back to the time of when people feared and respected demons and that kind of stuff. So that's his yeah. whole end game. Demons are, are like, I don't even think demons are like the biggest problem in this. They're, they're like an issue, but it seems to me like the, the, it, it, for me, it feels like he's after power simply for the sake of it like i I don't buy into the whole people will fear demon thing like, you know what i mean like it yeah, just no, felt... it's definitely one of those um you know again he's very much virgil he's he's power more power kind of thing yeah. um so he you find out that he has it's actually at the end of this fight if you're watching the clip it's still going right here it's about to end um on <laughs> my end anyway it's, and my that's still going seven minute fight scene come yeah, on seven minute fight seven scene, minute. which ends with the main character dying <laughs> <laughs> it's like awesome that's Sick. awesome all right great start um <laughs> essentially you find out that he has this like band of seven he has the espada he has the you know the, the gotai 13 with him yep. um and they are demons that he has combined with modern you know quote-unquote modern because it's kind of like spiritual yeah. technology whatever as well like sci-fi mcguffin technology um, I forget what they were called. Hold on, I can find that. Go ahead. I'm just going to call him Mecha Yokai for now until you find it. Yeah, it works. It works. Yeah. I'll find the name. So he has this this team of Mecha Yokai, and they kind of just show up behind him and yada, yada, yada. So Karus is killed. Urine um, is kind of like, oh, no. You know, their bond is yeah. struck kind of thing. They have to, they, they call it a contract. They have to enter a contract so that he becomes, the next person becomes Karus. Um, yeah. And then after that, we hard cut to a dude bleeding out on a hospital bed. 
which emphasizes the whole disjointed uh, storytelling like because the there's a lot cut. of just like <laughs> suddenly we're stopping whatever the hell we were just going on and it's something else and then by the time we come back to it there is no relay like like there's a moment where new got hurt right he, he's like complaining about his leg yep. and then the next scene he's riding a motorcycle yep and then he's fighting and then it's like didn't did didn't didn't uh, okay all right sure <laughs> like, so yeah um <laughs> Right after this fight, we I, it skips a year, I think. There's a little bit of a time skip. Um, not, not a whole big one, but yeah. yeah. I mean, is this technically a Christmas movie? Cause it's, yes, it's, it is a Christmas like, movie. This is uh, this yeah. might be my favorite Christmas movie, honestly. Um, <laughs> better than Die Hard, Die better Hard. than Gremlins. It might be my favorite <laughs> Christmas movie. So we'll we cut to, we jump some amount of time. I, for, I think they say it, but I honestly don't remember. I think it's about a year or so. Might be a little less. Um, and we cut to Nue, who is Matthew Lillard in the the English dub. Um, yes, the red dude. Shaggy sure. and Scooby Doo. If you don't recognize that name, and he does other things, you but he's Shaggy and Scooby Doo. He's also in the Scream movies, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, he's he's very very all over the place when his with his uh, career. So <laughs> I mean, that's that's a compliment to him, I think. So yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, and he's riding this train he's kind of just this cool guy with you know uh i'm trying to find a picture here unless you put one up already i got it you got it yeah okay. i'm getting one right now um he's this this cool guy and you, you there's very clearly something up with him because he's literally sleeping on top of a train <laughs> that's he's, moving yeah. like a bullet train <laughs> uh, he's yep. got this whole super uh rengy grunge look with the with the bandana covering what's i'm assuming is like a five head you know what i mean like yeah it, um, it's a very it's a very that, distinguished like, long hair thing going on yeah so he looks different from every other character yeah. in my opinion like he just stands out a lot yeah compared to the other ones and but, there's a reason why <laughs> yeah well yeah true <laughs> so like he gets to the station the train zips by it's an express train kind of thing um and then he is just standing on the platform um, you find out later that there was footprints coming off and they're very like animalized demony footprints that go into human footprints. So you're like, Oh, this dude's a demon. Cool. Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah. So it's very quickly. We're introduced to one of our other main characters, which is one of the detectives. I wouldn't, eh, not really main character, but he's a, he's a character, <laughs> more a major minor kind of thing. Major minor. Um, yeah. who is one of our, you know, <laughs> major. He, he's the, the thread, the grounding thread for, figuring out what the hell's going on because he's just a normal cop um yeah. kind of getting through him in the other this weird well, yokai division of the police department to investigate weird mythical things that happen like this right i wouldn't say the other guy was normal though like uh no not forget that <laughs> that other guy's yeah yeah he's, he's that's nuts. nuts uh Sagi Saka, <laughs> i think his name is Sagi Saka, thank you yeah i forget what the, <laughs> like the, new, like the, new, the new blood guy's name is but Sagi Saka oh. is the old man um yeah and so very quickly in this train station, we are introduced to another demon. Um, you have literally ghost adventure girls. They're just the ghost adventures. Um, yeah. They, they're they're they roll after... into a bathroom looking for a, ca- a kappa. Um, no, they're water goblins in I'm America. Sorry, water goblins. It's, it, it's a kappa. Um, <laughs> it's, do you want yeah, to explain what a kappa is for people who may not know? So kappa are water demons in Japanese culture that they look uh, close enough to turtles that you can associate them with that, but they're very lanky looking things, and they have a divoted head where it fills up with water. It's like a bowl. If they have water in the bowl, they're like almost invincible. So the the trick is to get them to spill the water out, and then you can beat them. 
But in America, they're called water goblins. Yeah. And they they're, look they're like the goblins. same thing. <laughs> so that's a kappa. I yeah. just put it in the Discord yeah. if anyone's following yeah. along or it's, checking it's it out. It's a tall, later. lanky yeah. it's ninja a turtle. frog turtle <laughs> <laughs> with a bow cut. <laughs> Quite literally it's a like bow cut. <laughs> yeah. It's what the Ninja Turtles would look like if we if we didn't care enough. <laughs> yeah. um, if their budget was a little lower in the 90s, you know what I mean? That yeah, kind of like a lot lower. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're looking for Kappas because they're doing their ghost adventure, you know, investigate supernatural sightings kind of thing. Um, and that's when things get real very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um, these demons like, are messing around. <laughs> and uh, It's gory. And it's, they, they it's don't gory. This movie's pretty gory. Like, this movie's got a decent they, amount of blood. They really do not hold back because these girls get demolished. (laughs) They straight up, so they get sucked into these like whirlpool things and they see this image of a bunch of Kappa like swimming up and at the same time all the blood is getting sucked out of their body because they're inside of these whirlpool things like the entire crew and the girl, one of the girls. We have a survivor um, who was introduced in the very beginning during the fight as, you know, our Christmas element. She's just... Minding her own business. I don't know what the point of this girl is, honestly, other than to be she, like... I don't think she has one until the revelation. I think it's all just like, eh, whatever. In the revelation, she honestly really doesn't have another point other than to just be there. <laughs> then, then, yeah, she, yeah, has, she has no, no point other than being, whatever. hey, I'm the, I'm the random damsel in distress kind of thing. Um, it's really... she just It's just the way that the, the detective gets to like a to b like yeah. literally it's it's that link yeah. whatever it's 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 a lot of whatever you know like you just gotta go again, with it especially in this first yeah. movie you just gotta go with it so it's not gonna make sense it's no. not because everything is banked on the revelation which ironically now the title makes so much more freaking sense yep but anyway <laughs> so um, so it's yeah it's um she ends up being the only survivor but again she's not integral to the plot she's just kind of around i don't even honestly remember her name um Watch these characters' names because I just yeah. uh, just Karas, Echo, and Yurine. Those yeah. are the main ones, um, and Nue just because he's there most yeah, of the time. He, he's there most of the time. He has a little bit. He doesn't have a lot of development, but he does a lot of stuff in the movies. Um, yeah, more so the first. I one, mean, for reasons it, we'll get. And he's he's called a, a Mikura. 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 That's there what you those go. That's the name. Um, robot demon things are called. Yeah, those are the Mecha Yokai. Mikura. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you find out eventually Nui is one of these things as well. Um, and so is the water goblin we're after, which, you know, as this attack happens, again, we have, the fo- I don't know if you want to call it foreshadowing or the introduction from a TV commercial of this big, beefy wrestler who's taken on basically WrestleMania. Um, oh, any challenge was... reception to the ring kind of thing under three minutes. Bonesaw's ready. <laughs> Bro, listen, as as a former, you know, crazy uh, wrestling fan, that that struck so many chords. I was like, oh, this is cool. Oh, this is dope. And then all of a sudden he turns into a freaking demon. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, so. All right. So from from before my introduction to Karas, I think one of my first introductions to it was that countdown. Yes. So, so I, I remember watching already this video. in here. Okay, yeah, good, good, um, good. I'm gonna play it with the sound for this one. I typically don't do the sound because oh yeah, we're, we're we're gonna do the sound this time. But we're gonna do the sound for this one. So we'll just let it play out. But let's just say that this was the first thing that I that I knew of Karas, and it hooked me. So a little, like, you know, set up to what's happening here. Nue is here. He's hunting the water goblin, um, and it's very clearly, you know, the person in the ring at this point. And this is the WrestleMania match that we just saw on the TV. Oh my god. Sway to fro, sway. That's so dope, man. Do it now, Karas. 
All right. That made it weird. Oh, well. Look, Ooh, it's so good. Oh, God. So this is the first henshin that Karas does. As you can see, it is very common Rider. It kind of took some um, And it is a henshin, because when she, when he dies, and he, he uh, goes to see her in that other plane, she gives him, like, a combat pass or some shit like that. So it's and the, if you see on his, you've probably seen the clip, there's an eyeball on his sword. Yeah. That's what she gives him. It's a little medallion that has that eyeball on it. And then it did, was it... Uh, this is what kind of has like this thing going in my head where I'm thinking it's kind of like like it really is a title like because When he's handed that thing all of a sudden he's like knowledgeable He knows what's going on like you know what I mean like yeah. it seemed like like Whatever that thing is. It's like its own intelligence Yeah, so it's very much a um... Oh, yeah <laughs> It's I'm just gonna, okay, I'm gonna pause before the fight because this fight's awesome. Um, yeah. So that's the henshin. Um, that's the first time we see Karas and our new protagonist Otoha. Um, we'll get to how he becomes Karas in a second because I think they no they don't explain it in this movie, do they? They don't explain it in this movie. Not really. I mean, like I said, he just okay. gets handed. I mean, I know there's the end sudden. where they they find his body and everything, but I didn't think they really explained it. Mm. Um. So. Otoha is our protagonist here. He is our new Karas. He is our guardian of the city. So he hunts down this water goblin. Um, and essentially what happens is, like I said, the Uranes create a contract and they give him this um, medallion that lets them henshin. Um, and the medallion is a an actual representation of their contract. Um, yeah. So, which we see at the end as well, that contract is broken for things we'll get into. Um so once we go into the fight here, we find out a lot of fighting game moves real quickly because he Shoryukens this dude into <laughs> the stratosphere, which I mean, also goes into the sewer. So, <laughs> I mean, it really is. I mean, you, you really can't stop with this, with this, the intensity of every fight. Every fight is just like so constant, so nonstop, and it's yeah. so dope. Um, and this is and the reason I say fighting game characters. Uh, they actually did a game called Tatsunoko versus Capcom, where yes. Karas is actually a playable character, and he was my main. So. That's cool because Karas is awesome. Did, did you main him? Yeah, I made him. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember who I how I made in that one. It was Soki and uh, Karas. Soki, yo, yeah. all right, we'll, Soki we'll and Karas. One day, <laughs> one day. I mean, I got I got a PC set up now. I can make it happen. I'll figure it out a way. <laughs> so, That's so this is okay. during this fight. You get a little taste of Karas's abilities and things like that. Um, and essentially, all these poses are what end up making his move list <laughs> in a yeah. new game. Nah. So, <laughs> let me see if I can find a playlist of his moves. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm sure you could. Um, I'm not essentially, you know, all this cool, super, super dope anime stuff happens. Cuts off an arm, and then he defeats the water goblin. Um, but this fight is what sold me on this movie. I thought this fight was yeah. amazing, especially his finisher here. He's about to uh, final vent <laughs> the water goblin. Um, oh and when he God. does, he and creates the- this weird parallel dimension thing where he just strings them up. <laughs> it, is, it is so dope. The, like the, the, the level of Toku that he displays. Yes. And it's, it's very not much, like- it always reminded me of, um, uh, Saga. Is that his name? Before he becomes Saga. Saga. Yeah. yeah when he strings them up and then, you know, <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it always kind of reminded me of that because he just strings them up in all these little wire things and then cuts them to oblivion. <laughs> and there's, you know, they carry the crow motif in his armor and then it was henchin and all that. He literally turns into a crow and then comes flying down. 
Um, so it's it's pretty so I, dope. I found a, uh, I guess a combo. Combo um, video, that kind of thing. Combo clip. Yeah. Okay. Wait, Come what on. is he? Yet? What what? I don't remember what kind of fighter he was. What was his? Um, style? he was a rushdown. Okay. Yeah. Um, he very much would set things up and just try to be in your face as much as possible. He had his grappling hook as like a way to get across the screen sort of deal. Um, so he was like, um, like a strider. Yeah, pretty much. He's, he's essentially strider. Um, That's nice. he's got a lot of like the oh, big wow. from across the, yeah. Like he just did his, his kick across oh, the screen, take him to the corner. Um, that kind oh, of, oh, does he man, have a parry? Uh, no, I, he doesn't. Uh, yes, he does. I'm sorry. He does oh, because he does the, the circular saw with his blade and you can only do it while it's out. For his one super, his one super is he just dashes it around. So he does this move where he'll spin his sword is like a pizza cutter, and then he'll zip it all over the place. Um, he'll probably that. do it in one of his combos. Yeah, I remember blocking that a good amount. <laughs> and then, yep, his finisher is straight up just the scene we just watched where he ties him up and then does the the big slash of doom. Um, that is so cool. Yeah, cars is cool. The only thing with this game is the main reason I want to replay it is because I never played it on like a fight stick or anything. I was always using. The Wii remote. The controller. Yeah. And oh, it's, that's right. it's it easy combos Wii. with that. That's the thing. So It has never been ported to anything else? No. So th- this this game was a nightmare to even get to the West the first time. Seth Killian actually <laughs> was the one who like championed that to get it over here in the first place. Um, Seth Killian is a big old head of FGC. He worked for Capcom for a while. Um, now he's kind of doing his own thing. And yeah, it's... He he struggled real hard to get that over here, and it it took a lot. So to get it localized, I mean, I, I doubt it'll be on anything anytime soon. And on top of that, you're talking with any kind of crossover game, you got licensing issues, things like that. So sure, um, yeah, Karis is a dope character in this, and he was my main. And then uh, Soki from Onimusha Four was my other one. <laughs> so Soki, Soki's yeah. one of our sentimental favorites. Yes, Onimusha good <laughs> stuff. Um, so yeah, that's so that's Karis. Um, yeah, and then yeah. It's it's a hell of an introduction, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, considering that you know the the rest of the episodes, I mean, they go pretty quick. It's it's a lot of disjointed stuff. Like it's a, it's not smooth toy storytelling. So a lot of things just kind of happen, and then you kind of just yeah. It's a lot of them trying to figure out what's happening, but not explaining anything. <laughs> yeah, like like it, it's good that we have the detective story in there because I think as as yeah. the the audience needed that. But even their story is still kind of like disjointed. So it's like you don't even know why Sakisaka is the way he is right away. You know what I mean? Like you just. just <laughs> anyway. Um, what happened? <laughs> I hit Twitch by accident and started playing. Sorry. There's no. phantom voices. Um, I was trying to find a anyway. Sakisaka picture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I had a whole cat. Uh, that one. Boop. Lost it. So this, this old fuddy duddy. Is, is ready to rock and you find out um the reason he's so into this is because his daughter was attacked by a, a mikura um, yeah I, I don't even know if they're a mikura honestly oh there's the whole cast okay cool that's there's the whole cast right yeah, there. yeah that's a good one some of these characters you don't meet until revelation uh right so you can see echo here he's in the middle if you're following along um and then he turns into the big virgil looking dude yep. wow i didn't realize he got so big yeah he gets big um massively so yeah like it's on you he just he goes from twink boy to guan yu so um yeah and a lot of these characters you know you got your two detectives um the older gentleman and the gentleman in the jacket here 
Otoha yeah. in the middle. You know, he's got his classic. Um, he looks very much. He always reminded me of Kota. Uh, or Koga. I'm sorry, Koga. Koga. Yeah, from uh, oh. Haro. Okay. He always kind of um, had that vibe to me. He's got the white jacket, long white jacket and everything. I mean, he's, he's just kind of like, you know, your your copy, copy-paste MC. Just, yep. you know. Um, which they do flush out much, much more in the second movie. And you find out his story I hope so. is <laughs> wild. <laughs> I'm just oh, going to leave it okay. at that. It is a wild story. Um, okay. So essentially, so I'm gonna you have find to out. The dub. Is it vastly different? The dub? Um, yeah. I think the second one, the dub was the more confusing of the things. And that's when they start explaining everything. So. <laughs> yeah it okay. just gets all, all over right. the place and confusing and that's when like i said you find out urinates are spirits of the city and all this kind of stuff and um, yeah 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 i just yeah i'm just trying to make sure that i don't have like a whole different understanding of the story when i'm done see that's why i said it'd be interesting if you watch the dub because i've seen the dub and I okay know how so i'll watch is, so yeah i'll watch the dub and then we'll clear things up on the next episode yeah. so essentially at this point you know the the detects are trying to figure out what the hell's happening what's going on with all these demons Otoha, you find out it is he's literally a yokai doctor. Um, he helps the demons yeah, in, in the other right, realm. That's right. And he's doing his like protector thing. Like he's watching out for people, that kind of stuff. Um, and then we are introduced. So after this, Echo has a meeting with his his Espada. I'm just gonna keep calling him the Espada because <laughs> yeah, that's so essentially have, what they we are. Have, I still don't remember the names, but we have Spider Chick. Um, we have uh, Vampire Dude. Yep. So all of them. All of them are actual yokai in mythology. Okay. Um, Suchigumo is the lady. Oh, so that's what they're playing yeah, off Nue of. Yeah, Nui is another demon. Um, but what... Okay. No, I, I'm pretty familiar with them, but I didn't make that connection. Yeah, they're actual like mythological creatures in Japanese folklore. Um, ooh, that's not what I wanted. Copy this real quick. Suchigumo is one of them here. Get this yeah, guy. spider lady. Spider lady. This is Suchigumo. Um, she is a spider woman yes. and, uh, the other gentleman is, uh, I don't remember. So yeah, we are introduced to this, this guy who's essentially a vampire cause they're all essentially vampires. They're sucking out bloods of people, fluids, everything. They leave him as like scrubby <laughs> little skeleton men when they're done. Um, that's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> they don't hold anything back in this. Yeah, I love how, how pretty cool. they're um, just like, there, there you go. No mystery there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Juan Yudo. That's his name. Juan Yudo. Yeah, Juan Yudo is the older gentleman. Um, he is a... I don't remember what he is, honestly. So he has Isn't Nue, he like a Suiko, Juan Yudo, Suchigumo, Kamatachi, and oh. Oshioni. Uh, the robot Tachi. dude, right? Kamai, no, uh, Tachi is the robot dude, yes. Yeah. Because he is the fox spirit of wind. With blades oh. and things. Or I, I guess he's talking like a ferret in that folklore. Um, let me get a picture of Wan Yudo here because we'll talk about him next. He is the next Mikuro we run into and we start a fight with. So essentially, you kind of have this classic um, disappearing in the fog sort of situation where people go into this tunnel um, yep. and they just don't come out because he They never come the back out, out the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. um, don't go in that tunnel? Why? Um, Wan Yudo. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Which I think is awesome. Um, I tried to find a better picture of the water goblin guy. I couldn't find one. Um, but that's Wan Yudo. He's an old gentleman who looks quite terrifying in the actual movie because that red suit's kind of not scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's a better one. So when we're introduced to him, we see this, 
which is this red-eyed, he guess this like Helsing thing going on. <laughs> it's it's always something about the the you know the butlers in Japanese anime. They're like always either they're always terrifying. They're either this totally dismissive or freaking horrifying. <laughs> um, and then his demon form is this kind of saw monster like a, carb thing, <laughs> motorcycle thing. Yeah, like it. it I never, I never had any issues with with the designs. It's just rewatching it. Holy crap! Like this is this is what they were doing with CG animation then. Yeah. Um, and what they do a, do a lot of hiding up? in um, like the darkness and fog, darkness. And like that, <laughs> where it's definitely like a ooh, I don't know if we're we're uh, yeah ready to reveal this whole model because some of these are pretty old. Well, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not like Suiko is the CG. the Kappa. Um, so, oh, how fitting! Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Um, yeah, so when we get to Wanyu, though, he's he's this kind of stoic but not kind of thing and new is the first one to encounter him and new kind of gets the jump on him um yeah and you know this is where we get a little bit of new background um of you know he's one of the mikura obviously there was something wrong at this point he's got like green blood he's got fangs he's got electricity yeah, all around him that kind of thing it's, it's heavily implied that he's different they just don't yeah. outright say anything about it it's yeah. just, just, just um, happening <laughs> so it's an interesting little dynamic he has, like they call him, I think they actually call him traitor, things like that. Um, because he wants to, well, he I, wants I don't to know stop the Mikuda and Echo and all those yeah. guys. Um, he, you know, stop whatever he's planning to do sort of thing. And yeah. Yeah. So Wan Yudo is driving around and this is where we really get introduced to what Karas could do in his other strange abilities. Um, because while they're in the tunnel, you find out he can also turn into a car. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, like the, <laughs> The limits of his transformation are are unending. Like they literally, they, he can do anything. The only I thing thought. he doesn't turn into is a boat. I'm just throwing that out there. He does not turn into a boat. <laughs> we don't have land, sea, and air. We only have land and air. So he does turn into a car, and he also turns into a jet. But whenever he does it, I think it is the coolest thing because he always does a rider kick like out of the jet, and he uses that momentum. It's so cool. That rider kick is fucking yeah. amazing. I I can't I can't say enough about how much I enjoyed watching this. I just I know it I'm doesn't make any damn sense. It really yeah, doesn't. But I but it was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. Yeah. So if nothing it, else, it, and you want some cool fights, just watch it. Yeah. I mean, we can't say we can't say too much because you know when we get to the revelation, we'll go into the lore and all that stuff. But for for it, it being what it was when it came out, yeah. Because I'm uh, I'm kind of entertaining the idea how young I was when I first saw it and did I actually care about the story then you know what I mean did it really matter no I don't think so no. like you get you get this because I didn't understand it, so I just ignored it and honestly. that's that was fine that was fine for me. Yeah. exactly if you're just if you're saying you just did you just understood it two weeks ago and I still don't get it I don't think it matters no, <laughs> like, it doesn't um but it's, uh, it's, but yeah I mean it, it it's a forewarning though. Like when you watch the prophecy, it ends abruptly. Abruptly. Yes. It is very, very much abruptly. a, there is more to this. Cause like I said, it started off as like a six episode OVA, I believe six. Like, um, abruptly. and each about <laughs> what? Half an hour, 45 minutes. Mm, yeah. Six. Yeah. Six. Um, so the prophecy is three. Um, no, they're each revelation is three. They're half. Yeah. It makes sense. It's about an hour and a half movie. If you watch it all together. Um, so it's three and three, they separate it. 
and it's very much yeah. there's a couple they do pretty well cutting it together if you watch the whole movie but there definitely is a couple spots where you're like yep this was the end of the episode like it does like a fade to black and then it fades back in somewhere else kind of thing um it was definitely one of those like you can see where they edited it together but once you get um once you get past that like it's it's a really good movie you can actually find the collection on amazon um of both movies, that kind of thing. I have them on DVD. I gotta find if there's Blu-rays. I don't know if there is Blu-rays, honestly. Yeah, I saw that, but then it was like unavailable. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> damn. Um, so after they defeat Wanyu, though, um, actually, there's a very important part to this because we see Nui's demon form at the end of this fight. Um, so you finally, re- you know, they do the big reveal that he is a demon, and he has this really cool kind of tiger thing bat whatever you want to call it i don't know um form when he's in his mikura thing i'm trying to find a good picture there's really not a good picture um he he Uh, no it's it's like all surrounded by fire yeah it (laughs) has this like cool green fire effect going on and because that's one you know he he popped he popped like a balloon because Karas hit him real good. <laughs> hit him real good. Um, I love it. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're revealed that, yes, he is a Mikura, and that's his big, I don't know if you want to call it a secret or what. Um, but he, that's that's revealed. And then um, it's, it's pretty he, much he it. goes, he, <laughs> essentially he kind of goes um, berserk because he's injured sort of thing. Like his animal instincts kick in. And uh, he has a little demon buddy that he's been palling around with at this point, and the demon buddy's like begging Karas not to attack him and hurt him, and he's saying how he's different. And the little snail girl. Yeah, yeah there's um, there's like a, a tension moment where you're like, oh, Karas and him and are gonna go at it, and Karas is gonna do his thing, but he doesn't. Um, and they kind of just disappear, and New Age is often. So essentially, what it is is they need the blood to heal themselves. Told so, him to- yeah, New Age just kind of has this. Um, you know, he's just kind of dying in a tanker, tanker shipping crate thing somewhere because <laughs> he doesn't want to drink blood. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we get a... You find out what happened to Sagisaka's daughter, I believe, not long after this. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, you find out that she is a victim of the Mikura and her entire class was killed and she suffered mm-hmm. uh, PTSD from it and does not talk. And is, is she in a coma? I don't remember. No, she's just... Kind of crazy, right? Like, a, like, well, yeah, like kind of out of it, like yeah. constantly out of like it. Like loopy. She's just, ah. um, yeah. And then she can see demons. Yeah, she can see demons because she sees urine as well. Um, yeah, she sees demons. She sees urine. She can see the spiritual stuff. Um, and then you find out, you know, Echo and his his gang of merry men find out that Otoa has a secret, and it's that he's not really dead. Um, he has a physical body still that is alive. It's in a coma. That's why he's able to do the spiritual um, astral projection kind of thing. Um, so is that is that all he is? Is in a projection? He's essentially an astral projection. Yeah, it's a, it's his spirit, but his body's in a coma. That's why they went after it. Um, oh, yeah, so right. that's why they start attacking okay. hospitals and they use Suchigumo as a distra- or, uh, Kamai Itachi Wait. as a distraction. Or yes, <sighs> no. I'm sorry, Suchigumo. As a distraction, as Kamaitachi goes for the real one. Um, so, Spider Lady here, she uh, she goes after the real body as yeah. um, Kamaitachi, or 
she goes after a fake body as Kamai Itachi goes for the real one. And, you know, they start attacking hospitals and things like that. And she has a very disturbing power that I'm sure you were a huge fan of. I um, hate spiders. She's, <laughs> yeah, she, spe- she literally pukes a bunch of spiders into people. Like, it's just, it's just the fact that there's so many of them. Yeah, there's so <laughs> many. <laughs> I'm okay with one spider. I'm not okay with thousands Thousands. (laughs) um so you get this another really cool fight where um they go flying around the hospital and cars chase them down and eventually kamai tachi uh they figure out that you know she's a distraction and they go after kamai tachi who's at the real body um and And these these are like legit moments too like it's it's yeah this part the last like half hour or so of this 45 minutes is pretty intense yeah. Um, it's just, it's going, going, going. There's a lot of things happening and it's very much like the climax of this. Um, so Karas fights Kamai Itachi, which is a pretty, pretty dope fight too. You see him, he's, that's when he turns to the car again, but he's using his like grappling hook thing. He can fire out of his shoulder to like turn the corners real tight and all kinds of like really cool, like super actiony anime <laughs> things through the hallways. Hey. Like, it's crazy. There, I found it. All right. No, is that the whole fight? Is it the fight? No. Yep, yep, there it goes. So. It's not the whole thing, but it's some of it. No, it's not. not that's all right. Don't get the idea. Um, and yeah, at the same time, we come to this revelation because Nui's little, uh, Nui's little little buddy is trying to get him blood. So he goes to a hospital, and that's when we find yeah. Otoha's body. Um, and Kamai Tachi is this weird thing. <laughs> like a, like <laughs> this a weird frilly, thing. Yeah. yeah, like a frilly, um, spidery weird i don't know it's it's hard to, to pin down because it doesn't resemble anything it just looks like a weird lanky thingy yeah. he looks almost like of... a puppet from naruto <laughs> that, that's the best okay, way to describe yeah. it um that's that's actually not bad yeah he looks like one yeah. of those guys and yeah they have they have a pretty cool fight you see some more cars transformation stuff and kamaitachi turns into this like fox thing where he's just cutting everything up um so dope. <laughs> and Cars that, can fire missiles by when he's in his vehicle forms. <laughs> right, that's what I'm about to say. Like how the how the projectiles come out and they like they're like it's not like a like a blast. It's it's fucking like a metallic thing that he shoots out. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> they're just like yeah, they're like Shinto missiles. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For for me, it was kind of just cool not to see just energy being projected. Yeah, you know I mean? like, like a lot of the usual. Like they could very easily just go into like Shinto hand signs kind of thing and like. <laughs> fucking but, dragon ball where every blast is yellow you know yeah. what i mean like come on but yeah so they they have their little thing and it's it's kind of like a lot of and i i have to say that the the tension is a bit suppressed because you know that there's more yeah but watching it and you not knowing that there's more you could pretty much be like oh shit he's probably gonna die right here <laughs> you know what i mean like and then there's gonna be another chaos yeah but and to me um it seemed like he didn't realize he was in a coma <laughs> like I think he right. might have thought he was dead because he does have that moment. It just came on the the video well, that's when he was what watching the I Discord thought, where he kind of like looks at his body dead. and goes, "Oh shit." <laughs> yeah, I was thinking he was a ghost, but yeah, that makes more sense if he's a projection. I yeah, guess. I just I think alive. he didn't know he wasn't dead. <laughs> yeah, like well, he, I mean, yeah. How would that How would that make your weekend if you just like, right? <laughs> hey, everything I know here? is a lie? Um, Why am I sleeping? <laughs> so they they capture Uranay and kill her actually um and that's why Karis is the contract is broken Karis disappears um actually they don't kill her i'm sorry they capture her but they break the contract essentially so Karis disappears 
and we are introduced right. to another Karas. It's a female Karas, and her what urine. Ren, Ren. Uh, I can't be. remember her name. Um, she she wears a bonnet or, or a, um, a puffy beret, and uh, she uses a katana. Yeah. Um, though that she she tries to use a katana, but anyway. Um, Homura. That's her name. Homura. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so she's super useless. But anyway, <laughs> she's not so much in the second movie. She does stuff. In okay. The Okay, see, then, then I'm, I'm just going to, like I said, banking on anything you've seen, the prophecy, you're getting a lot of more, a lot more questions and just a lot of action. And it's really and, good. Yeah. With Kara's gone, Kamae Itachi is, is, you know, free to kind of do whatever. But then Nue intervenes, stops for a moment, and Kara's had dropped his sword when he disappeared. Otoha's real yes. wakes up and grabs that sword. <laughs> um yeah, oh, sorry. Josh sent us a message. Um, one of the associates I work with. Yeah, I'll send you all that stuff, dude. It's it's pretty easy to find on YouTube. Like you can, if you want to join the Discord, we always put the clips and stuff in there. Um, I can yeah. give you the link either later or whatever. Actually, I'll put it in there right now. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Copy. This is pre- yeah. This is pretty much the this is pretty much the climax. This is before you know, uh, before the 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 abrupt end. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, um, yeah, it ends with Otoha waking up and killing Kamaitachi with his his sweet super sword. So, so, so sexily, too. Yeah. Like, he he slashes and just grinds it straight through him. Yeah, like. It's pretty vicious, like, right through his head. He just, ah! Yeah. <laughs> so. That's, so, and then, yeah, and then uh, you... That, that's you the ending, cut. essentially. Um, it, it's, yeah, because it's, they, they're... They stop it just when you're like, there's more. There's got to be more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, that's that's the end of the prophecy. Um, it's a yeah. crazy movie. It's super cool. What would you? What What were your feelings on it overall? Seriously, like rewatching it and appreciating that you know more of just than the flashy, pretty thingies, mm-hmm. like the subtle, like even the 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 techniques in the fighting that he does. You know what I mean? It's 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 a greater level of appreciation now than I did then. Yeah. And I'm hoping that the only thing that's going to put the bow on it would be the info dumps in the revelation. So I need those to put my final approval on it. But honestly, I don't think I didn't enjoy it in any way. I, I loved everything about it. I just want more answers. <laughs> yeah. Um, and those <laughs> those info dumps are kind of, not as dumpy as you'd want them to be, honestly. Uh, okay, I yeah. just thought it's going to be like forty-five minutes of, and then the world was no. You get oh, so gosh. in the beginning of the second movie, you kind of get like a, hey, this is what a urinate is. Hey, this is this, and then Echo is like, hey, this is my master plan, and those are pretty much yeah, all okay. the info dumps you get. The rest of it is just like, look at these demons in this fighting. Here you go, Merry Christmas, bye. <laughs> I will take it. I will take it. Yeah, that's fine. So it's, <laughs> it's it's cool. The next one is, um, a lot less hidden in darkness kind of thing. So you see a lot more stuff. So it's a little bit better in that regard. Um, I just, this one is a little more cleaned up, polished up. I don't know. Um, they did it all at the same time. So I don't know why that is. That's just the vibe I get. It may have just been, you know, the chunk of episodes that they're using. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, we're going to cover the revelation in the next episode. Um, yeah. And, if I don't have any more questions, 
I think I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> I, You're going to have a lot that, more questions because like that's said, what I'm thinking. Like, the I'm info dumps sure aren't that, great. <laughs> yeah, I'm they pretty don't sure give I'm you a lot. <laughs> so as I was looking for pictures for Karas and, and all that, like I found this amusing little thing that I think you'll have oh, an input or two about. Yeah, yeah. So Ooh, I just uploaded who you got money Discord. on? Who? Do you, okay, uh, so this is Karas versus Garo. If you're not in the Discord, right? Karas versus Garo. Now, if you're not too familiar with Garo, Garo is one of the more powerful, darker uh, toku shows. Um, so this isn't as a clear cut of a fight as you would think with all the ninja flippy stuff that Katas does as opposed to the I more... have a little bit better of a matchup for you. Hang on. So, But c- continue. You can tell people what Garo okay. is because I'm sure some of, so, a lot of them don't know. Yeah, so Garo is like, you know, it's, it's very... It's not as flippy as Karo's, but it is just as impactful. So, like you're getting you're getting basically a, a, a knight versus a ninja in 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 basic terms. Uh, but honestly, power scale wise, I would go with Garo um, because he doesn't he doesn't he might get hit, but when he hits, <laughs> like yeah, especially oh, if he starts. Uh, so okay. this is a character from Garo. His name is Crow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Crow versus Kadas, I think would be a much more interesting fight um, because yes. they're essentially the same thing and they could take yes. to the skies and do all kinds of his whole shtick is he can fly. Most of the Garos can't fly. Um, yeah. But I think that would be a pretty interesting if we're going like which. OK, so let's set it up like this. Which Garo? Garo is also a title, by the way. Garo is a passed yeah. down lineage title kind of thing. But which Garo are we talking? Because there's many all different right. Garo. Yeah, I will put up my Garo. You put up your Garo. OK. Because I right. think it'll be, it it'll for me it'll depend on which Garo it is. I am going this Garo. There you go. Ooh. Okay, get to that in a second because I'm just trying to get this image of mine. Oh, I uploaded it into the uh, Discord. Okay, okay, so you're going with dark, unshiny Garo. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, that's, uh, what's his face? Ryu, whatever. Ryuga. Yeah. Ryuga, yeah. I'm going with oh. Sword. So. See, all right. Your your knowledge of Goro is deeper than mine, I'll give you that. But I was going more for speed and agility. Okay. You're going for slashing. See, like, I think death. this isn't Got a it. contest if we chose, like, Koga, honestly. Because Koga <laughs> is broken. <laughs> yeah, Koga yeah, well, literally was, dies, yeah. comes back beefier, and then like dies three more times, and then says, "No, nah, I'm good," and then just like wakes back up. So one day we'll get to Garo, and then we'll yes. be able to deep dive. But uh, just just amusing thought. Like I thought, you know, I would put my money on Garo, but Crow mm-hmm. versus Karos would be a really dope fight. Crow that, versus that Karos would be cool. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, so yeah, that would be that would be an interesting, you know. I, I, we should maybe send that to uh, what's their face death battle be like yo do this <laughs> bro they've been doing a lot of other shit lately like I'm I'm stoked I honestly haven't seen do? much of them Nothing? lately bro the last one like, I remember like vividly was either the dragon zord one versus mecha godzilla or um, strider versus ryu hayabusa that's really <laughs> when I stopped like watching them consistently shout so, out to the death battle guys you guys are awesome those guys are awesome um yeah so i think yeah that's the process yeah, honestly all, all in all, all, all I, that movie's amazing it still holds up and that's one of those things we were talking about the other day um getting nostalgic things that just like t- 
time warp you and you get sucked into the the, the yeah. universe butthole and then like come back to a certain time period. Um, yep. That is 100% one it's of those crazy. things for me. Karas is an essential part of my, I don't know, tweenhood. <laughs> yeah. The, the edgelord Carl. Yeah. That, that was, that might've been close to the start of the edgelord. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I weigh every other edgelord to Karas. <laughs> <laughs> So, so um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, that's so the prophecy. Um, I guess Red we'll Witch. switch gears and go to Saber. Yeah. So um, we we missed a week, so we have uh, two episodes actually to kind of catch up on. And eight, as of this recording, eight was released yesterday. Was it? Because uh, I, I tried to find it in our usual source, and I just saw the post I, this morning. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Yeah, okay. I haven't gotten to watch it yet, so yeah. we're just kind of chilling. We're just gonna do six and seven then. <laughs> yeah, we'll do we'll do our thing with six and seven, and then next week we'll do Revelation yeah. and eight. So, um, so Common Rider Saber. Common Rider Saber. Oh my God! How how I do? How I have come to enjoy this show? Yes. Um, very much so. Actually, I'm I'm actually having a lot of fun with it. It's really becoming fun to watch the show. It's not so that I'm expecting amazing storytelling anymore. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's 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 a very it's a thing to look forward to. I should say. Anyway, um, so episode oh, to to for a brief catch up. Uh, the the current episode we are continuing kind of a, a pseudo thread. Um, <laughs> one second. We, we we start this episode. Uh, we start this episode introduced to a new writer. Yep. Um, they're trying to figure out what they're going to do about um, Zuos and their plan and all that stuff. Yep. Uh, 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 Toma had just gotten um, Storm Eagle back so, and disaster. He just defeated disaster again and all this kind of stuff. Um, so it's yeah, they're, they're kind of like, hey, yeah, what um, do we what do we do in all this? And I forget what Toma's stressing out about, honestly. Um, but he's like contemplating life at the beginning of the episode. Um, and then, the, oh, they're in the sort of logos, just kind of talking about, like, books and the Wonder Ride books and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then we're introduced to our yeah. quadriary rider. I guess that's the word. Quatriary. Um, <laughs> yes, quatriary. The, the fourth rider. Um, <laughs> so, and he comes in hot with uh, a lot of shit talking. <laughs> He uh, he immediately just goes, "Oh, you're the noob, right? Got it. Okay, cool." And Toma takes offense to that, <laughs> and immediately um, they start having their little little spat. And I think we lost. Uh, are you still there? You're still there. Okay, I think it derped out for a second. Um, Try. Oh oh, getting the robot. Oh, derping out. <laughs> 